Welcome back to the stupidest podcast. This is your host, Justin Vandeventer, and with me is that beautiful son of a bitch. You know who I'm talking about. My main man, the other host of this podcast. Justin Rademacher. What's going and on, we buddy? Actually have, uh, we have not too much. Um, I was just about to say, we actually have a surprising co-host on this episode. Absolutely. Yeah, he's not here recording this intro with us. Uh, we're actually doing the intro separate. We actually already recorded the full episode, um, but we have our very first co-host, um, Josh Danderand. Is he was our very first guest too? So he is also our very first co-host. And uh, yeah, what do we what do we talk about in this episode? Well, the main topic in this episode we we just dis- uh, we discussed music. Everything had to deal with music. So all our questions, all our segments everything had to deal with music and we got into it and i think it's a very good episode and i think you guys are going to really like it yeah i really i think it was really nice um especially like having a co-host we had we didn't have to do as many questions like we each had a third of the questions and a third of the segments and it was just really fun um especially like talking to somebody that knows music so well like josh knows it inside and out uh, like the back of his hand and uh and that's kind yeah, of just learning from him. That's kind of why we brought him in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his first episode when we had him on as a guest uh, was also music. So you can tell that he's obviously into music. Um, but we do talk a little bit about just our personal preferences. We talk a little bit about um, just basically what we our knowledge in music and where we would like to go in music. And um, I just want to learn a little bit more, but. He obviously he's gonna be pursuing music a little further than me, but <laughs> nice. And me, me, and you get into it a little bit about our text messages. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, we got we got a little heated for a second. Yeah, like, not really heated, but nah. it was it was interesting. Um, it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. But. And I think people take it that uh, me and you really don't get along and. We get along. That is that is not the case. Yeah. We definitely get along. We just roast each other. We give each other yeah. some shit. And it's all shit. All that stuff. But yeah, no, yeah. we love each other for like yeah. It's I, I talk, it's all a friendly thing. I talk to you more than I talk to probably my own family members. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we talk especially like if you include the podcast, I definitely talk to you more than just about anybody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I call you almost so, every day. Yeah. No, we talk quite a bit and. uh most of it's like this podcast, but um, no, we we do talk a little bit about like personal stuff too. Obviously, oh yeah, we always we always catch up. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah we're always we're always there for each other, and yeah, if any were one were to step up for a step against the other, the other one would definitely step up. And, oh yeah, and help out. Yeah, yeah, we've said it before. Like, I can rip on each other on you, but they can't rip on you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And the same for you. If anybody rips on you, like I'll rip on you all I want. And you know that I, it's all in love. But if anybody else does it, I'm like, ah, why don't you back up? Yeah. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. I'm um, not going to get fi- I'm not going to get physical with him. I'll call Matt or somebody to get physical with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Uh, so um, I don't want to get into it too much, but how you been? Um, I've been good. Um, just kind of doing the same old, same old. Um, not a lot of disc golf with the snow. Um, we actually did have a power outage for about three days, so that wasn't 
super fun. Um, didn't have power, didn't have heat for three days. Um, we ended up being okay. Um, everything got back to normal after that. And, um, but yeah, it was a rough three days. Um, you don't, you definitely don't live in the area where you don't want heat. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it was tough because our neighbor used to plow our, our driveway every time it snowed. And, uh, he actually did come help out, um, after a little bit, but we did, uh, shovel the driveway like two or three times before he came over to, to plow it. Oof. So, um, yeah, plow, or shoveling that driveway is it, it's a lot. So, um, and it was funny cause we actually did that during, um, our fast. So when you and I did that, uh, attempted four day fast, um, I had to break it so I could help shovel that and, get all that stuff going yeah, and then i was also i was feeling it pretty good i didn't so. make it either i made it i made it what three days two days i don't remember i put a post yeah something like that i just but, i had to plow so i didn't want to take the chance you know yeah exactly and I, I understand that as well and like i said i wanted to help shovel the driveway uh josh and chan actually just got done with it uh the first thing in the morning i woke up i walk, walk out there i'm like hey why didn't you guys ask for my help or whatever and they're like, well, you're fasting. Like, you're going to just pass out on us. I'm like, no, like, <laughs> I can help. <laughs> if right. I felt like that, I would just go in. Right. But I actually didn't mind well, the fasting. I, I did pretty good with it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Um, I, I have noticed that I've been eating more since the fast, which is weird. Um, I've actually gained some weight since the fast, which really? is not great. Yeah. Oh, I lost a lot. Okay. No, I didn't, I didn't lose. I, I lost maybe a little bit during the fast, but afterwards I've just, I got really hungry afterwards and now I'm getting hungrier quicker. So I don't know. I gotta, gotta get that back in control again. Maybe, maybe you got to do the fast but, again. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, Reset again. Yeah. But it, it's not, it's only a couple pounds. I just noticed I was on the scale and I'm like, Oh, and I might've been because I weighed myself after I ate too. So that, that might've been the case too. <laughs> I'm actually down, uh, about 12 pounds. Oh, there you go. Since I started Gotta a new gym going. and all that. Yeah. I'm starting That's to cool. see some uh, muscle tone in the body. So we're getting there. Starting to go in the there right direction. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that up, man. I wouldn't mind being the weight I'm at as long as it's all muscle, you know? Yeah. If I can get rid of this gut. Yeah. So I mean, with our with our challenges too, that's going to help too. We got some some challenges that we're doing currently, and we got some challenges that are coming up. We talk a little bit about that in this episode as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, actually, how, how have you been? And then we can talk a little bit about those challenges. Good man, just working a shit ton because all this snow, all this snore that's been coming. Oh yeah, uh, I've been plowing nonstop. It seems like so. Mm. Ain't had time for anything else. Dang. So just plow snow, plow snow, and then try to get some sleep, and I'm not sleeping, so. Oh, damn. It hasn't been going real well. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, other than that. Yeah, my going. work has been pretty tough, too. I've been, I've had to go to a few Vikings games lately, yeah, and they're just, it's, it's so hard. Shut up. To... Shut up. <laughs> so. All right. Um, what about the challenges now? Uh, so I was just going to talk where we're at uh, currently for the December challenges. And then uh, I know we already talked about what our July challenges is in the episode. So we don't need to talk about that. The July. Um, but where are you at? Yeah. For, I'm sorry, January. With January <laughs> in the episode. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. I, I'm already. I think seven somebody wants ahead. summer here already. <laughs> 
I'm already working on my July one. I don't know if you knew that. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, for January, we already talked about that in the episode. Uh, where are you at in December for the, um, we had to do an hour of, uh, what are they called? Planks. Planks. Yep. We got to do an hour of planks and 16 posts on social media. Where are you at on those? I think I'm pretty close to the 16 posts, if not past. Okay. Um, I'd have to count them up, but I'm pretty sure I'm past 16 because I post almost every other day. Um, on some kind of format, either Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat or something. Okay. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you just need to get to 16 and I, I know you, you keep doing it. So I feel like you're, you're there. I don't need to go count them. Right. Um, and then planking them up to 46 minutes. Oh, nice. So I actually ended up passing you then. I didn't realize that. Oh, really? Yeah. I only, have, I'm at 49 minutes. I have 11 minutes left. Nice. Yeah. yeah I'm feeling pretty good. I think I'm going to make it. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good too. I'm gonna get actually a, probably one or two more um, in tonight yet, yep. and then uh, yeah, I, ha- I don't work until two the next three days, so it's gonna I'll get each of them in before work. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna do a couple of minutes tonight, and then I'll do some more in the I'll do probably another minute or two in the morning, and then a minute or two after work, and then another minute or two in the evening before bed. So yeah. Should be able to hammer it out in the next oh, yeah. in the next two, three days. Yeah, I am getting a little like if you do too many in a day, I start getting shaky towards the end. I I did in the beginning. Now it's pretty easy. Yeah, it is getting easier for sure. But uh, yeah, at the very beginning, um, I was trying to get like four or five minutes a day and mm-hmm. I was shaking towards the end. And I'm still shaking a little bit, but not not as much. But it is it's feeling good. Like I'm feeling really confident in it now. I don't really get the shakes anymore, but I I do occasionally get a muscle spasm, you know, on my tricep. Oh, I don't I don't think I've had that yet. Yeah, but I always get that when I work out. Yeah, interesting. So, well, other than that, I mean, I think uh, I think they're ready for the episode. Yeah, no, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Again, this is a music theme episode, so everything is going to be uh, music theme except for the challenge, um, just like every episode moving forward uh, until we decide to, to change it up again. Um, we are doing themes, though, moving forward, so this is our music episode. Here you go. Okay, then, let's, uh, let's get into it. So uh, my first question is, what is the most recent album you've listened to well who wants to go first vandy go ahead josh who i gotta i gotta think because i kind of listen to a lot of albums Mm. i know i just got my spotify year in review recap and I listened to Arcade Fire's new album, We, the most. And that's just what's in my brain right now. Because I think it sounds like pretty generic coming from me, but I actually think the most recent album I listened to was Random Access Memories from Daft Punk, which if you remember from the last podcast I was on, 
is my favorite album. <laughs> but I'm I'm being serious. I think that is the most recent album I've listened to. I just sometimes I can't go probably longer than a month without listening to it at least once. So I Dang. think that is actually the most recent. I knew you listened to it often, but I didn't realize you listened to that album every month. Well, it's like watching The Office for me. Mm. If a certain amount of time goes by, there's just like, it's like craving a food. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. I have to hear it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is actually the most recent. Okay. Vandy, how about you? Um, I don't know about album, but who I've been listening to a lot lately is Greta Van Fleet. Okay. I'm kind of addicted to him. Ever heard him? I I don't think I have. I probably have, but I just I don't know. I can't picture anything. They're good. Okay. They're good. They get a lot of uh, attention for sounding similar to Led Zeppelin. They're brand new though, and they're young. Hmm. And they do sound like Led Zeppelin, but it doesn't bother me. I think they're amazing. The lead singer especially sounds like the lead singer of Led Zeppelin, but their guitar players are amazing. Okay. That's what draws me to that band. Yeah. They're phenomenal. Yeah. Great guitar solos. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I'll have to listen to that. I'm sure I, I have, have, but I just can't think of it right now. I could have went and saw them when they were in uh, Fargo or something like that. So. The person that was giving me tickets didn't tell me like until an hour before the show. And I'm like, yeah, I can't get to Fargo in an hour. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of tough. <laughs> I was kind of upset. I was like, fuck. That would have been sweet. It would have been a good, good show, I think. Yeah. Like I said, I, I would have gone with you had I known who it is. <laughs> <laughs> but. What about for you? Uh, my most recent album is Good Charlotte, The Young and the Hopeless. Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. I like that one a lot. Um, I've listened to it a couple times, but it's been a long time since I listened to the full album. And then Josh and I were listening to it like kind of in the car one day. And then I just started listening to it again and just kept going with it. I didn't even know, I didn't even know you were a Good Charlotte fan. Oh, yeah. I like it. I used to like it as a kid. It was... Uh, well, obviously it was Smash Mouth first, and then it was Good Charlotte right after that. So those were my first first two favorites. So Joel and Benji Madden, <laughs> they're the brothers that are in that band. Yeah, you know more about them than I do. They're, they're I just like their music. I don't know anything about the band. <laughs> that that and uh, Smash Mouth. I couldn't tell you any of the band members. <laughs> I'm not very good at music knowledge, so this is going to be an interesting episode for me. I'm going to be doing a lot more learning than teaching in this episode. But That's why we brought Josh on? Yep, yeah, he's going to teach us about music. I do. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I do pride myself in knowing a lot about bands of like seriously all genres and times. Yeah. Well, I mean, just looking, we're actually in the music room right now of the house and there is just a variety of music here. <laughs> like, you got Purple Rain over there. You got 
Daft Punk. Dude, like, the further we get into this, like, the bands that I know, there's this really obscure band called Mindless Self-Indulgence that one of my sixth grade students likes right now. And I don't think... Really? Yeah, and I don't think they even realize how rare it is that their music teacher would know that band. Mm, yeah. Because I don't think if I asked all of my colleagues, maybe not all, but many of my colleagues, they would not know who that is. <laughs> so I think a lot of my students are lucky Yeah, <laughs> that I have this knowledge. And then the more bands that I show you and whatever. Yeah. That should also tell you how much I think of Daft Punk. Oh, yeah. Yep. If I know 10,000 bands. And that's your favorite. Yeah. That says a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And then you got Michael Jackson over there. Like, there's a a variety. Because Daft Punk and Michael Jackson, I feel like, are slightly different. Am I correct in that? I'd say they're they're actually a little similar. Really? Really? Because it's funk. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Dancing. Yeah. I would dance to both. I'd say more like over here, Death Clock. I don't know if you know who oh, that yeah. is. Oh, that, yeah. That's uh, the Death Clock and Daft Punk, I would say, are the, the most very opposite. different. Yeah. <laughs> or Dillinger Escape Plan over there. Yeah. Well, I mean, because Death Clock, they're country, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the sound of a clock for 12 tracks. <laughs> It just counts down your yeah. to your death. <laughs> oh, you should listen to track four. It's 80 beats per minute. <laughs> <laughs> they just, oh, do you need something heavy to, I'm here, I'll, I'll be right back. Um, Vandy, do you want to ask I'll just your, put my coffee mug back there. Well, I can get a, I usually get books. There you go. It's all good. Sweet. We had a, almost had a table incident. Vandy, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Did you want to go over? What's going on? No, we were just doing, we were trying to fix the table, but I was trying to have you ask your question. Because unless you guys have more for the most recent album you've listened to. No, we can move on. Oh. All right. Um, What is your favorite genre of music? You want me to answer that one first? Okay. Um, My favorite genre is... Well, I guess it would be 90s rock, I guess, because that's Smash Mouth and Good Charlotte and all that. Um, I love listening to that. And like, I also like some newer stuff. Like, I like Billie Eilish. I like old school rock, like Poison and Kiss and all that. Um, so, yeah, I like a variety of music. I, I don't have like a specific favorite genre, I guess, but... If I had to say, I'd say 90s, 90s rock or alternative rock, I guess. Would that be alternative rock, right? Yeah. Okay. I'd say for me, my genre tastes change as time moves on and I revisit genres too. But to answer that question right now, I'd probably say something towards electronica. Okay. Or just electronic. So, of course, Daft Punk would fall in that. And so would even the newest Arcade Fire. Even though they use real instruments, you know, these these synthesized sounds that come out of a synthesizer. 
it's just I, I just like it, especially right now. Well, yeah, I feel like with that, they you can also like play different music with like different um, instruments with that music, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's like you can play the the keyboard, but it, it'll sound like a cello or it'll sound like a violin or yeah, okay. And you can mix them. You could play the synthesizer and have a real cello. Mm. And combining those two would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I wish I knew more about it. I need to study from a music teacher that could maybe teach me. (laughs) (laughs) You only knew one. Yeah, exactly. Or two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got to go with... uh... It changes so much. Mm-hmm. One week it's one thing, one week another week's the other. I go with the uh, 80s hair bands. So you're going with Poison and Kiss and all them. Yep, Poison, Kiss, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Motley Crue. Their little. Would that also include like In Sync, Backstreet Boys? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like that music too, man. I do too. It's really hard for me to find music I don't like, to be honest. Right? Yeah. Same. Because if you throw Same. on. To... What's that, Vandy? This is pretty much everything, man. I mean, I've. I've... I've listened to opera. Yeah. I've listened to classical music. I've listened to everything. Because for I real. Fall asleep to, if I you... fall asleep to Beethoven and and Bach. Hmm. I didn't know that. Do you do that often? <laughs> Almost every night. Almost every night? I thought you said that you watch TV and play on your phone and then watch like TVs and movie shows. Uh, multitasking, sir. <laughs> so you're listening to music, TV, and uh, movies? Yep. Yep. I let it all run. That is so confusing. I got to block out them voices in my head, man. <laughs> A lot of them in there. That's scary. You guys uh, want to hear a funny music nerd? meme I just saw today yeah it's perfect for this podcast since it's music theme yeah and he just brought up Bach yep there's another composer way not quite as popular as Bach right Mm -hmm. named Offenbach and the meme just has the two of them next to each other and the one says I'm Offenbach and then the picture of Bach says I'm always <laughs> I like that. That's funny. That's great. I'm off in Bach. I am all the time. <laughs> I, I do like, uh, I, I don't even know. Well, I, I'm not even going to bring it up. Okay. Anyways, um, sweet. Let's, uh, you guys have anything else for that? Well, I'm good. Sweet. Josh, what's your first question? My question for you two is do you remember your music class when you were very young like 
kindergarten through fourth grade. And if you do remember it, what what did you do? Like, what did class look like? So I can go first. Um, I do remember my K-4 music class. Um, I remember it was, well, it was in the 90s, and it was, it completely looked like uh, probably like an 80s or 90s classroom. And I remember we would like stand on these like, stand and or, and or sit on this like wooden bench almost. And then we would just all face the thing, but it was like almost in a, it was a weird shape. It was almost a semicircle, but it was like, like stretched out a little bit. But I remember doing the do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do, and then like going back and forth on that. And um, I think fourth grade is when we got our recorders. So I remember that. Um, I remember what my teacher looks, looked like kind of but I can't remember her name because hmm. I think it was the same one. I yeah. think. Yeah. Through the whole thing. And then, yeah, it was at Lily Lake elementary. <laughs> That's all I remember. Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah. I just, I didn't know a lot of it and I wasn't, I'm still not really that great. Like I'm getting better at singing and stuff and like getting to know the pitches and stuff. But I was, just tonally not there mm-hmm. and so yeah i just i wasn't great at it i tried and i i knew what to do but i like i would always like mess up so i'd be like so like i just couldn't get it and so it was it was <laughs> tough for me remember your teacher's name no no like i said i i kind of remember what she looked like um i i don't even think i could describe her to you guys but i do not remember her name I remember my teacher's name, Miss Merrick. She was my music teacher from kindergarten to fifth grade. And uh, taught us through that through those years. I mean, we, we mostly sang. We did a lot of choir stuff and singing folk music and old, old songs old English songs she used to teach us, old Irish pub songs she used to teach us. Um, she even, the coolest one that I ever remember was one about, uh, God, it was King Louis something. He headed his wife. Can't remember the song, but man, it was funny and it was good. We sang it every Halloween. It was great. Um, but then she'd also teach us like instruments. I remember learning a lot of the conga, conga drums and stuff like that. And uh, xylophones and we play stuff like that. I never, I never got to play a recorder. Really? Uh, because in Indiana, the year that I moved here, the following year we were supposed to do recorders. Well, then we moved to Minnesota, and when we moved to Minnesota, they did recorders the year before. So you completely got screwed yeah, on the recorder. I, yep. Yeah. 
don't know if I got screwed or my parents got saved. So. <laughs> That's funny. Dude, I loved your answer. Loved it. But yeah, I, rem- I remember everything. Miss Miss Merrick was one of my favorite teachers. Everybody thought she was real mean, but she always seemed to like me. And and she actually uh, in fourth and fifth grade, she actually hooked me up with musicals. And she knew some directors and stuff like that. And I got into children choirs and did a couple of musicals. So by music, because you said the choir. So did you sing? Like in the choir, or were you like an actor in the musical? Uh, one, I was an actor in the musical, and the other one, I was in a children's choir. Okay. It's like background music at the musical. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was getting at. I didn't know. Yeah. Yep. So we did the two that she hooked me up with was one was uh, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. And I was in the children's choir as a background singer there and then um the other one was grease lightning nice i was an i was an actor in that one you had to slick back your hair yep <laughs> nice why did you like his answer so much josh because it reminded me of what i had oh, okay for elementary music And it reminds me of what I do now teaching elementary music because some people I think did a lot, a lot of singing, like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that. But when I grew up, it wasn't just singing. Like we sang, but I remember just a lot of activities where we'd play things like congas and xylophones a lot. And I remember movement activities where we'd move to different speeds of a song. And I remember playing games like bingo, hmm. but it was instruments. So you'd have a bingo card with all the instruments. And then they'd play like a 10 second clip of an instrument and you'd have to put down what it was. I do remember that in fifth grade because in fifth grade, I actually moved to Buffalo. So it was a little bit different in fifth grade. Um, But fourth grade, I don't remember a lot of activities. I do remember the the xylophone now that you guys bring that up. But and for the most part, I remember singing and I remember the old projectors. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. that was like in every class. But I remember her doing a lot of projector stuff. Hmm. Because I also like, Vandy, that you brought up doing something every Halloween because my music teacher, no matter what grade we were in, we always did these certain things for Halloween. And no matter how old you got, you didn't want to outgrow those things. (laughs) So like we had the bat dance and I still remember it to this day, but it's because we did it every year. We sang the bat dance. We did the witch's obstacle course. And it was so much fun. And now I've created my own obstacle course. I don't have that same song that my teacher had, but I've created an obstacle course that we do every Halloween now. Because I want my kids to have that thing where it's like, oh, it's Halloween. We get to do the obstacle course. Yeah. Interesting. Another so- thing Another thing I remember is uh, 
she used to do like cultural music. Yeah. We did like uh, rain sticks and stuff like that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. I love your like teacher. And then uh, she also taught us like dances. Yeah. Cause there, like there's African music that you had to dance to the music and it was part of the music is what she was telling. I don't know. I can't really remember way back then. And I remember this one, it was, have you, have you ever seen uh chitty chitty bang bang? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when Dick Van Dyke was running from the guy with the haircut? Yeah. And, and he joins that group of men singing or whatever. <laughs> I guess I haven't and, seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. All right. Well, he, he's running from them, and he and to hide from the dude that he fucked up the haircut on, because he was trying to sit, make make money to buy the car. Okay. At the at the fair or whatever. So, anyways, he runs and he he hides in this group of guys, and they're they're singing or whatever. And she told us that in that movie they did the dance. This uh, it, it was like an African game or whatever with bamboo sticks. Huh. And it was, it was four bamboo sticks and you had to sing as you were like playing hopscotch with these four bamboo sticks. It was pretty cool. I, hmm. I kind of remember that. Well, I got to tell you, your teacher sounds awesome. She was great. Oh, and by the way, I remember my teacher's name too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mrs. Heisterkamp. Hmm. I like that name. Yeah. She's dope. I feel like she could like create a music camp. <laughs> <laughs> she had a thing. Uh, for everyone to remember her name, and you can't see it on the podcast, but I can do it for Roddy. Yeah. She'd say, Mrs. Hi. So I'm waving hi. Stir, like <laughs> stirring a pot. And then camp, and she'd make a little tent with her hands. Nice. When you did the stirring action, it didn't look like you were stirring. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, Jack, camp. Did I not say it right? <laughs> um, that's funny. I was actually going to say, I do remember making a few instruments in elementary school. I remember we made like the maracas and either out of plates or cups, like we mm -hmm. we made different ones depending on what sound you wanted to make or whatever out of like macaroni and paper plates and stuff like that. But that was, I remember having a lot of fun with that. <laughs> and then when I, I played the recorder, I remember going to my aunt and uncle's house uh, Gary, the guy that is in our league, um, and having them teach me because they were like three years ahead of me. So I'd, I'd have them teach me the recorder. So I had like extra practice. It was fun. Bro, before we move on, I just got to tell you this because it made me think of it. When I was in college, we had to take several education classes. Like most of them were outside of music. But, you know, like you're going to be a teacher. So, like, you're taking classes on teaching. Yeah. There was one, though, that was specifically for us as music teachers. And it was one night a week. And we it was for elementary music teaching. And we had to come up with a lesson. And this is what reminded me is when you said you made the instruments. Mm -hmm. One of the lessons that we, not me, one of the groups did. It might have just been individuals because I did not do mine as a group. They just made instruments with paper plates and like rice and stuff, right? So it was like a shaker. Mm -hmm. At that time that they assigned that project for us, I was so upset with my classmates 
because we're in college and they just kept like talking during class, mm. like real juvenile stuff. So I made my lesson <laughs> a lesson on listening, <laughs> which I thought was very relevant for music anyway. Yeah. But I invented this game where you had to have a partner and we everybody sat in a circle, but your partner was directly across from you. So everybody's partner was directly yeah. across from them, but it's a giant circle. And you had to cover your mouth and say a sentence that was written out. You draw a sentence out of a hat and you cover your mouth and your partner has to hear what you're saying, but everybody goes at the exact same time. Ooh, interesting. And my lesson was great actually for a music class, but it was a lesson within a lesson because I was trying to teach my freaking classmates in college, like shut the hell up during class. We're in college. We're about <laughs> to become teachers. Yeah. Because So I'm now giving you a lesson on how to listen. This is not for little kids. This is for you <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I mean, because that's got to be tough to uh, you unless you knew your partner really well and like knew their voice out of everybody else. That's got to be tough to just hear everybody. Well, because the partner's also saying the sentence, a different sentence. So not only. Oh, not only are you saying like listening for it, you yeah. are also saying so a sentence. Everybody in the room is speaking all at once. With their mouths covered. That makes it better. Yeah. I like that way better. I was only thinking half of the group was saying it at once, not everybody. That's, I like that. Because I was trying to get at like, if the teacher is talking and you're trying to listen, but your friend is also talking to you. You can't listen to Are it. you trying to gather both, like mm -hmm. be a good student and a good friend? How about this? Tell your friend, let's talk after class. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that easy. <laughs> and they should yeah they should be but okay. i was i was a crabby student like because I, I was older than most of my classmates and college to me was okay time to get my degree and go to the workforce so i'm not here to really make a bunch of friends yeah and they were there for friends and well they might have been there for teaching too but they were just younger than me so they were still in a different mind frame than i was mm. they were trying to have an experience mm-hmm yeah. Yeah, so I didn't hold anything against them, but they needed to learn how to listen. Yeah, that's a good lesson, too. I know, because like, not only was it good for the class, but it was also good for the class. To I know, learn it was that. like meta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Gosh, whipping them into shape. <laughs> All right. My next question is Who was the last band that you saw live? My high school's pet band. Nice. <laughs> We just played a basketball game last Saturday and they played and they were dope. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to listen to them this year. I need They're to see so it. good. It's unreal. Yeah. I actually um, talked to one of my coworkers and she said that because I, I told her that like who you were, who my roommate was. And she's like, is he the guy that did the like the pet band stuff? I'm like, yeah. She's like, Oh my, he's amazing. <laughs> like the pet band was so good. Like, so it's, it's being recognized. Oh yeah. Big time. There's constantly phones on us. Yeah. That's cool. When we're playing. That's sweet. Um, for me, it is 
Dan Ban. Dan, say that one more time. The Dan Ban. Oh, I don't think is that a local sure. band. Nope. No, he. Uh, they were the guys that. Um, do you remember old school? Yeah. Or the Hangover? Yeah. The hangover at the wedding. Mm-hmm. The band. The band in that movie. Oh, you saw them live? Let me, yeah. Let me take it to the candy shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll make it like a lollipop. Yeah. yeah. Where did you see him live? Uh, it was at uh, at this brew fest. <laughs> I wasn't drinking it obviously anymore, but I went with a bunch of friends or whatever, and we went there. And all of a sudden, they're like, "Ah, oh, live music this way," and there was nobody there. And I was like, sweet. And all of a sudden, and I know Dan Band. And all of a sudden, they came out and they're like, the Dan Band. I'm like, no fucking way. Like, we got front row seats. Like, we're standing literally. Like, he literally high-fived me like five or six times through the freaking concert. I was like, this is fucking sweet. <laughs> like, I would have paid 60 bucks for this experience, and I'm getting it for free pretty much. Well, why didn't you just give him 60 bucks? <laughs> You should have just gave him sixty bucks so he could have had some drinks. Like I would have bought concert tickets to that, and instead it was free. They were free music with the fucking festival going on. Well, yeah, I'm sure they were getting paid decent then. Oh yeah, it was down uh, Mystic. Oh, oh yeah, they were getting paid pretty good then. That's cool. Couldn't believe it though. Like, <laughs> and everybody's like looking around, like, who is this? I'm like. You kidding me? How do you like? All right, I get it. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was awesome. He did, he did a great show. That's cool. Yeah, I I actually have two answers for this. So the last band that I paid to go see was actually with Josh, and we saw Parcels. It was me, Josh, and Shan went, and then we ended up running into Devin and John. And it was really cool. Jo- uh, Josh and John actually ran into each other in the bathroom. It was pretty fun. That's crazy. Yeah. So we all hung out there. And then the last band that I've... Not even know, not even knowing they were there? Yeah, no, we didn't know that they were that they had tickets. It was crazy. Funny. It was actually Devin who I ran into. Oh, I thought you ran into John. And it was, it was an actual physical run into because it was so packed at first half. I was just walking by and shoulder to shoulder... And being all Minnesotan, we looked at each other. I was like, oh, sorry. And Devin first, he goes, Josh? I was like, Devin? And we're like, no way. And we hugged each other. And he's like, John's right over there. And he's like, John. And he saw me. He's like, no way. <laughs> it was so sick. And then we spent the whole night together dancing. It was dope. Yeah, that was that was such a fun show. Yeah. J- Josh, would you, would you consider first to have like a historic venue? Yes. 100%. Because when bands are just about humongous, right? Like Greta Van Fleet, Mm -hmm. perfect example. Like I'd say a year ago, that would be the perfect venue for them. When they're right on the cusp of going huge, where a lot of people know about them, that's where they go. And they could be from anywhere in the world. But when they do the American tour, it's first half. So yeah, it's historic for sure. Because if you asked some band, we'll say Parcels, the, the band Parcels that we saw, they're Australian. So if you 
saw them or if they were on an interview anywhere and they were like, hey, we saw you played in Minneapolis, they would say, oh, yeah, first half. Mm. Bands just know first half and it doesn't matter where on planet Earth you are. So, yeah, it's historic. Some big names. Yeah. yeah. It's every name. First half's the best. Straight up, it's the best. Yeah, I, I've only been there a couple times, but yeah, it's so fun to watch shows there. It's it's, it's interesting because like I I haven't seen one from the the top, but I want to see a show from the top now. It's not it, as fun. It's not. It's okay. nice to be up there because you can see them from the top. Yeah, so maybe you can see the band better. But there's something about the dance floor that at first half. Okay, because. For the most part, everyone's there because they know that band. Mm-hmm. For for the most part, and it doesn't matter the genre because I've been to heavy metal shows there, and I've been to Parcels and Jungle, which are both dance bands. I've been to Yaysayer. I've been to Django, Django, Metronomy. It doesn't matter. I've seen a lot of all different genres, but everyone wants to see that band. Mm-hmm. So everyone in that dance floor, even though you're strangers, they're your friends. That's why I like it there. Yeah, because they're like all there for the same yep. reason. And it's not so big like the XL where the band will never make eye contact with you. So you you might even get a wave <laughs> from your favorite band member That's cool. at first half because it's small enough you can see them. They're right there. But it's big enough that a lot of people can go and you can dance. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've, I'm pretty sure I went to a Kiss concert and I was I was a long ways away, but I'm pretty sure they waved at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is that's right cool. in the eye. <laughs> um, Here, I'll give you a good example. I went to see Coldplay at the XL. And I went with Rodosti, one of the old band members from my old band, The Outlet. And we danced, but we were up way up and dancing felt awkward Mm. we wanted to dance because that's what we had normally done because we'd never gone to a show at a venue so humongous but we like dancing and there was one lady next to us who was dancing so it was like a dance party of three (laughs) because everyone else is sitting yeah but it's freaking Coldplay, and i love them and i love those songs I don't want to sit and watch. But at first half, I will never, ever feel awkward dancing. Because I everybody... feel awkward not dancing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you just get a stadium seat and you just sit there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is how I enjoy yeah. my music. <laughs> so, yeah. First half is the best, man. It's historic. It's famous. And it's actually all it lives up to. Yeah. It's built for that. It's the best. I've always loved the staff members. I've never had an issue. Hmm. It's just great. But yeah, that was the that was the first part of my answer. (laughs) The second second part of my answer is the the most recent band that I've seen was actually at Black Bear at the casino, and it was Hairball. Nice, nice. They put on a good show. Oh yeah. Yep. So that was the the most recent that I've seen. But I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask my second question, and then I gotta go 
the dog is scratching at the damn door. Right <laughs> okay. What's your What's your question? If you had to have someone or some band orchestrate the background music to your life, who would you want? Man. Um, if I could have someone or some band, I don't know if I would have a band do it just because I don't know bands well enough and I don't know if they would be able to get all of the different parts of my life because there's obviously like you don't want to have like Smash Mouth because I feel like they, they'd be good at some parts, but then wouldn't be good at other parts. Um, if I had to have a person just that I know, I would probably have Josh just because he knows how to do. As far as I know, Josh can play every instrument and can do any genre and loves every genre and does all that. So I, I think I would have Josh orchestrate my life if I had to have anybody orchestrate my life. Yeah. I like that answer, actually. Were you not expecting to like the answer or what? <laughs> With you, it's always a coin flip. You never know. <laughs> Vandy, can I... Oh, you, Josh. Can I hear the music that's being orchestrated for my life? That's a good question. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Because if I can hear it, then Daft Punk. <laughs> so then I can hear what they write what for if me. You're, what, if you're, what if you're the only one that can hear it? Yeah, Daft Punk then, for sure. What if you're the only one that can't hear it? <laughs> I don't care then. Anybody. <laughs> um, I don't care what other people hear. But that was actually a good answer though, Rod. Like practicality, somebody who could write every type of thing. I'd actually... Well, another reason I picked you is because you know me and the other person slash band wouldn't know me, you mm. know, because you're the most musical person that I know. And out of all of our friends, I feel like you are the most diverse. Sure. So, but I like that, uh, being able to write differently. I Daft Punk, of course, I'm kind of being funny, but also serious, mm -hmm. but actually I think maybe Hans Zimmer, you know who that is? I feel like Ooh, I've heard like the Hans. name. Hans Zimmer. He's a, he's a big xylophone guy. Well, he's a big... I mean, Hans Zimmer does everything. Is he the guy that yeah. you showed me on YouTube? Probably not. Hans okay. Zimmer wrote Pirates of the Caribbean theme song. Oh, okay. Interesting. And Interstellar. Hmm. And most recently, he did um, Dune. Oh, nice. He did the, he did the songs for uh, True Romance. He did so much. He actually, believe it or not, did a lot of the background music for Lion King. Lion King always gets like, oh, Elton John. Well, Elton John, Elton John didn't write all the orchestral stuff. Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Hans Zimmer is just like all over the place. Sometimes credited, sometimes not. But the difference between someone like him and like John Williams, do you know that name? I feel like you've said yeah, that name uh, too. That, that's who I'm picking. John Williams, he does like Star no. Wars, Jurassic oh, Park, okay. Jaws, um, The Patriot, which a lot of people don't know, but that's probably my favorite John Williams track. Um, he does the, the music for the New England Patriots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see their play the other day? I haven't actually seen the play, but I've okay. heard about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We probably shouldn't stop talking about music because if we start talking football, this could go 
south. I do just have one question on it. It usually does. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do just have one question on it. So it was, was, did he, did he purposely like fumble or not fumble, but uh, toss it back to his player, like to a player or did he just fumble it like on purpose? They randomly, I, I think seriously, they had a brain fart. They did the lateral game. Okay, yeah. It wasn't just one guy. They okay. were playing the lateral game. Yep. I think the first guy did it with a brain fart, and the second guy did it because the first guy did it. Oh, like, oh, we're doing it. We're yep. doing it. Yep. But did they just... It was tied. Oh, no. It I didn't know that. It was 24 to 24. I didn't know that. And they're doing the lateral game. And on the third lateral, he throws it right to the Raiders guy, who then stiff arms the fuck out of Mac Jones and scores a touchdown and wins the game. Oh. Okay, because I didn't actually see the play, but last night it's beautiful. Yeah, but last night uh, I was at, I was obviously I was at Lambeau watching the Rams play the Packers, and the Packers decided to do the lateral, but it was just one. Mm-hmm. But it was terrible like he was trying to give it like lateral it but there was nobody around and it looked like he just fumbled it on purpose (laughs) and people were like oh he learned that from the patriots (laughs) and i was like i i knew i heard about it but i didn't actually see the play no dude that happened and the vikings game with the biggest comeback in nfl history and the jags winning with a pick six in overtime and the chargers winning on the final drive this weekend was insane. Absolute. Oh, and the Bengals, yeah, losing seventeen nothing at halftime and ended up winning. I think thirty four seventeen. Yep. Like this was a crazy week. It's crazy that the Vikings got the biggest comeback win in history, and it's not even like at that memorable. Yeah, because of the Everything craziness else. that happened to every game this week. Just mm-hmm. about. Well, but it's also not as memorable right now because it happened first it's the furthest thing away from sure because didn't something crazy happen on thursday too with the niners oh maybe i guess i didn't watch any of thursday yeah it seems like did you did you see the ref that forgot to turn off his mic what did he do yeah they're they're really trying to blame the refs for cheating or whatever or trying to stack the game yeah he forgot to turn off his mic and the mic was by his mouth and all of a sudden he's talking to his other line ref and he goes hey let's just call it oh shit oh Oh. what game was that can't remember which one it was i just saw a clip of it wow that's not good all right anyway yep john williams (laughs) this is what i was getting at (laughs) hans zimmer versus john williams yeah so john williams writes epic incredible pieces that this is my opinion, Vandy, since, especially since you're going to pick him, and I'd like to hear your thoughts. John Williams seems to write amazing pieces that we later, as listeners, think, God, that was perfect. So when we think of Star Wars, we think of... But if you... I think of Willow. But if you, like, for... If you try to make it so you don't think of Star Wars, this is weird, it's... If you heard that song and I said, what do you think that's about? I don't know if you'd say, oh, a war in outer space in a galaxy far, far away. You'd probably say like, oh, like 
something majestic because it's just like more majestic sounding. Yeah. We've tied that. Yeah. To Star Wars. Have you ever have you ever done that with your students? No, but you, you, I, you take you take a classical piece like that or something like that, and you tell all your students to close their eyes mm-hmm. and just listen to the music, and then you have them write down what they saw. See, this would be a fun experiment then with John Williams versus Hans mm-hmm. Zimmer, because John Williams, yep. the kids could maybe write anything, because in my opinion, it doesn't always sound like what he's going for, like Jurassic Park, dude. Come on. Yeah. That's an epic piece that I love, but it does not scream dinosaur. <laughs> da, da, na, 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 na. Oh, shit, a velociraptor. Yep. No. <laughs> it's so peaceful and epic and beautiful. It's not scream horror, scra- scary dinosaurs. Now, Hans yeah, but Zimmer. I think, that's what, I, I think that's what makes that movie that much better, though. Well... That's because we have now tied that to it. Well, I think that music made the dinosaurs that made the dinosaur more majestic. Yeah, we, yes, it does, especially like when you first see the brontosaurus and like the big field of dinosaurs, and that's when they yeah. play the calm music. I just think Hans Zimmer, he has a different approach. So, like, I watched an interview when he was writing the music for Dune. He's like Dune. Okay, this takes place on a different planet. And how are we supposed to know anything about the music of that planet? We can't. Mm -hmm. So he went out and hired musicians that play the most obscure instruments. That's awesome. That are hardly... Ever heard of. They're not even famous people because this instrument's not famous. This Mm -hmm. guy plays like homemade flutes that he makes. And they're weird. They're super weird. And then he uses them. And then there's like some singing aspects. And they're on like a planet that's mostly sand, right? For Mm -hmm. Dune. He hired this female singer who's kind of an opera singer. But she's known for having a scream. She's not a metal singer. But she can do metal things with her voice. Hmm. So there's these moments where in the movie you hear this female vocal Kind of sounds Middle Eastern-ish. And then out of nowhere, she's screaming. Like metal scream. Epic. So he does like a... It's kind of like we analyze John Williams' music for the movie. It's like he analyzes the music before he writes it. So yeah. So he gets the script. He sees where it takes place, what it's about. Then he comes up with a score. Whereas I think John Williams comes up with a score and then the director's like, yeah, that's great. Let's put it in. And then later we're like, yeah, that is great dinosaur music. <laughs> yeah. So like <laughs> that is interesting because like if you are going to have somebody do your life, do you want somebody to do it based on what they know about you or do you just want whatever they come up with to then represent you? Yeah, right. And that's perfect. Because if Vandy picks John Williams, I love that actually. Because John Williams and Hans Zimmer are the best. Yeah. So uh, we just I, we just took I, the best. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm so glad you brought up Hans. I, like I have like seven of his pieces in, in a couple of my playlists. Mm-hmm. My favorites, when I was in college, I was obsessed with his Pirates of the Caribbean 3 
tracks, that's what I used to fall asleep to in college. Hmm. Just My favorite by him is epic. is uh, you're so you're so cool. And is that just a is that to a movie? Uh, it, it, he he did the soundtrack for uh, True Romance. Oh, and okay. And uh, if you go to the movies and you see, like, at Marcus Theaters, I think it is, or, and some other places it probably is, too, um, in the previews, you'll see somebody sitting, like, at the movies and you'll hear, you'll see, you'll see, you'll hear that song. And it goes through, like, all these classical movies. And that song fits to that so much. It's ridiculous. That's cool, Very man. Happy. They're great song. Hans Zimmer is so dope. It. You think we get? I could play it right now, Roddy. You think it'd be in, we get in trouble? I don't know. Now nah, skip it. We yeah. can listen to it in our own time. Yeah, have everybody. If you guys want to listen to it, just look it up, and I think that that's good yeah. enough. Um, dude, another cool thing about Hans. So, like, he did the music for Blue Planet. You know the the documentary series. Yes, yes, so like on, there's, on there's, Netflix. Well, there's like Planet Earth. Yeah. was the first one. And then they made Planet Earth 2. Then they made Blue Planet, which was yes. it's the same people that made Planet Earth. It's just for the ocean mm-hmm. only. Yep. So he did the music for that. Then they made... really loud all of a sudden. Then they made Blue Planet 2 later. And he had... At the time, they made Blue Planet 2. And they were like, hey, we want you to come back and do the music for this. Mm-hmm. Just like he did it for the first one. Yeah. He had been listening to Radiohead, just in his own pleasure. Okay, for his own pleasure. yeah, yep. And at that time, they had just come out with their album, "The King of Limbs," and their first track. Oh, I'd have to look up the name of it. It's great, great track, but very Radiohead, weird, kind of ambient, loopy, weird. I love that you love Hans Zimmer. <laughs> so Hans is listening to Radiohead, who I also love. And Blue Planet is cool. So he's like, hey, Radiohead, we've never done anything before, but I love this song you guys just released. Can we make it an orchestral piece? You guys come in, I'll bring in the orchestra, and we'll just do a live mashup and we'll use that for Blue Planet. And of course they said yes. That is really cool. I know. So Blue Planet 2 has uh, a Radiohead song remixed if you will because yeah. it's live with an yep. orchestra and they sing on it with Hans Zimmer Hans, Hans Zimmer is like to the point where he can do whatever he wants Yeah, he can write any genre he can get to whoever he wants if he wants to collab with Radiohead he's just the guy wow. he can write classical he can write weird stuff that doesn't exist he can write so pop good. music wow and if he wants to, he could actually, he could do the theme song for the stupidest podcast. He could. <laughs> Bloom. There you we go. Sweet that would be. Yeah. <clears throat> the song's called Bloom. Bloom. Okay. Yeah, if you guys want to listen to that, look it up. We can't play music because we don't know if we're going to get in trouble, so. The only thing we get in trouble on is YouTube. But I haven't been posting on YouTube anyway, so. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get back to YouTube soon. Dustin yelled at us. I know. <laughs> he didn't yell at us. He was just, he's like, hey, it's not on YouTube. It takes fucking forever. Yeah. 
cat does to download that that length is a long time. Six it's like sixteen hours per episode, I just damn. Oh. Dang. The problem is is on the last like I think I'm up to thirty seven. Episode thirty eight, I keep having problems. Like they keep denying it and I can't clean it up to where it gets passed. I don't know what the hell's wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to it's gonna be a long time then to get all the episodes. We're like ten behind then. Yeah. Times sixteen. Yep. So I'm like hundred and twenty some hours behind. Well, we can worry about oh, that after the episode. <laughs> right? So <laughs> But Tough. But Yeah, because Joe Rogan he plays music on Spotify all the time. I don't think you get in trouble. The only place I think you get in trouble is YouTube. I'm sure he also has people that can reach out just to make sure it's cool. You know what I mean? He's got Jamie. I think that's the only place he's also out his stuff is Spotify. So. Well, yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is like he could reach out to people and or they right. can reach I don't out. Think to that, I think I don't think those people can get in trouble. I mean, it's maybe I don't know. I guess I don't know the rules. Yeah. All the way on it. This is the stupidest podcast. <laughs> we fall off topic a lot. Oh, yeah. You'll learn that. But, yeah, Josh. Josh, what's your second question? Well, I was just going to ask, how does it feel to be the first co-host on the stupidest podcast so far? It feels yeah. great. It feels after great. Roddy. No, he's the, he's the first one after Vandy. <laughs> I feel like the only difference... From just being a guest and a co-host is you made me come up with questions. Yep. <laughs> the guest just gets to homework. answer them. Yep, yep. Now you actually, <laughs> I, I made him do some work, so that's why he's got to give questions and stuff. But um, no, actually, I'm going to say based off of today's conversation, though, we were having a text conversation. I'm going to say I'm the host, though, at least for this episode. Why? Because I knew what was going on. I knew what was going on. <laughs> My question, you, I love how you answered it, and then you came back and answered the same way I asked. You never asked. Yeah, I go. Hey, does does the how much have to be about music? And you're like, yes, it's the music episode. I'm like, all right, that's what I figured. I'm gonna re- didn't do that for movies. I'm gonna read word for word what you sent. Okay. That's the wrong one. Sorry. Um, Does our how much have to be music related? I am going over my prep for at lunch here. So, and I was like, oh, it's all music because it's the music episode. LOL. And then you said, oh, okay, figured. And then I sent you what we needed. And then you said, yeah, yeah, I got the music challenges are hard. Because uh, I have the episode ready, just didn't do music challenges. Well, I mean, I just said, well, the challenges don't have to be musical because those are the exception because our last episode was movies and we didn't do a movie challenge. But there was no question mark or question that you asked. I was confused. Well, you said, well, yeah, that's why I asked and you didn't ask anything. Why I asked, does our music, does our how much have to be music related? And you said, it's all music. It's the music episode. And I said, 
So that's why I was saying that's what I was asking. And then you just contradicted yourself with it's all music. It's the music episode, LOL. Well, yeah, but the how much and the monthly challenge are completely different things. Those are two different segments. Yeah, but then you just told Josh that we could when we were going through prep. What do you mean? Because Josh just goes, I don't have any, I, I can't do anything for how much for music. And he said, that's fine. No, he just didn't have any questions for that segment. He didn't know what to do. Because he didn't know any for music, is what he said. No. Well, you're, you're both right. Yeah. I didn't have any how much. And it's because I couldn't think of any for music. Okay. See? Because he didn't know. <laughs> I think those are hard for me because I'm just trying to think like, I've just been, yeah, because I've been you would performing do it. music. You would do it for since free. Since like fourth grade. So yeah. it's like, if you asked, we can get to those segments, but if you're like, how much would it take for you to sing in front of people? I'd be yeah. like, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I wish it'd be a lot, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me a lot of money because yeah. I've done it a bunch and without I've, getting money. Yeah. So. And I've had to pay to get there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like asking, like, how much would you do to, uh, how much would you need to get paid to do stand up? I mean, I've paid a lot of money to do a lot of stand-up, so... <laughs> All right, but, let's sorry. move on, bro. I, I, didn't, I just thought it was funny because you, like, didn't really ask anything. Let's get this Anyways. boat on the road. Okay. Josh, what is your second question? My second question is kind of a follow-up to my first question I had for you guys. But um, when you were in whatever, middle school all the way through high school, were you in band or choir, or something like that. Were you in it because you wanted to be, or because you were forced to? And if you quit, why did you quit? Um, well, I I was in choir for a little bit, but that was only in middle school. It was not in high school. Um, I was never forced. I wasn't forced in high school to do any music classes from my recollection, but I was in middle school and I chose choir because I was already in like a general music class and they were teaching how to play guitars and stuff. And I just couldn't do it very well. And so I'm I, and in elementary school, I, I played the the recorder, but I still it took me forever to try to learn that, too. And so I just, I'm not musically inclined that way. And so I just took choir. And then after I didn't have to take it, I just didn't take it. Mm. So. Yeah. <laughs> so in, when I moved to Minnesota in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, you had to take band, choir, or um, music theory. When I moved here, band was already, I mean, it was, I was mid-semester or whatever, so they couldn't put me in band, and then choir was already full, so I did music theory my last year of, of middle school. And I got to high, high school, and I did choir. It was an elective, and I did choir for all four years. Nice. And I did, well, my freshman year, I did just one, well, I did choir, and then I did also uh, 
I was in honor choir and I was also in the ensemble thing with my sophomore year and then my junior year I did all those and I was the first one first male in our school to ever join trouble choir which is the old girls choir <laughs> would you say alto? alto yeah alto too what does I did that my senior, my senior year as well what does alto two mean like you were like the second so, chair no it means he was the lower pitch wise okay of the altos there's, yeah there's there's soprano one, soprano two, alto one, alto two. Okay. I was just kidding. And tenor one, tenor two, and bass one, bass two. Okay. Yeah. And two just means the lower singing parts, mm. pitch-wise. You want to you hear something funny, Josh? <clears throat> what? My my freshman year, I started out as bass. That's weird. Oh. And you just and got higher and higher. <laughs> my, yeah, my, te- my sophomore year, I was a tenor two. And then halfway through my sophomore year, he made me a tenor one. And then I went to alto. alto. Wow. Yeah, I sang I sang tenor one a lot because that was the more fun part. Tenor one was the, it always had the greatest music. Yes. Tenor two had a little bit more boring parts. But I did all state choir at tenor two because I could sing those ranges really perfectly. Yep, that was my most comfort. Yes. I could sing them perfectly in my range without having to do too much falsetto, without having to strain too low for any low parts. I could just be mm-hmm. me at tenor two, even though tenor one was more fun. When it came to like all state and like really important choirs, I switched to two because it was more appropriate. Josh, I wonder if we ever sang the. No, I'm from you're Iowa, bro. Younger. No, I doubt it, because you're a lot younger than me. I'm from Iowa as well. Oh, that too. That too. Because <laughs> I was in the state choir as well. But I bet we sang a lot of the same songs. I bet we did too. I'll have to reminisce about that some other time. I actually have the folder of from all my Allstate still. Dang. Yep. You too somewhere. I just don't know where. <laughs> I don't have mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was also in band and jazz band and dance. Wow. You... Do, you, do you know how many hoops I had to jump through to get into treble choir? Why? Because they, they didn't want a guy to be in an all-girls choir. She just said you were a girl. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, teachers were just like, he just wants to be in there so he can be in like, you look at my freaking records, I go, this is the only class that I actually pay attention in. <laughs> <laughs> I actually loved it. You know, I love choir. I go, I'm, I'm in freaking six choirs. And you're not going to let me do the one that's actually going to push my range the most? Well, so my next question is, is there anything in life that music doesn't make better? Anything in life that music doesn't, obviously, like, if you guys want, I can answer this one first too, because nothing that couldn't, couldn't be better without music. 
Nothing? Music can go with anything. Anything. Okay. Got something that it doesn't go with? What about stand-up comedy? Uh, I think Bo, Bo Burnham would say, yeah. It would go well, with it. That's different. That's he's like <laughs> that's his medium of comedy. What if it if it's me? I don't have any music in my comedy. Would playing music in the background necessarily make it better? Might 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 beef up your punchline. I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. I'm seeing what you guys think. What if you were playing the quiet game? <laughs> That's a good one. You're playing the quiet game, music is not gonna help that. Yeah, probably not. I don't know. We can talk about this a little bit later too. I can bring it back up with one of my questions I have for you guys, but I think there's a tipping point for sure. And as someone who listens to a lot of music and cares a lot about listening to music too, not just listening to listen, I get annoyed with music quite a bit. I hate that it's all the time. Yeah. I don't need it. I just don't need it all the time. Like, some people want music on while they work. They work at a factory or they're landscaping, or they're at a dentist's office. And they're like, oh, i got to turn the music on. And I'm not dogging it because some people like it because they say it helps pass the time. For me, I think it downgrades music. Not that all music has to have a sacredness to it, and it doesn't have to always be spiritual, but it's like it does josh yes it does (laughs) well that's kind of why i think of it this way because when i worked landscaping we for the most part had those headphones you know that have like the radio dial Mm -hmm. so the kind of noise canceling ish you know they're good for using concrete saws or whatever um and you can turn on the radio if you want But we had a foreman one year who also had that big, like, DeWalt boombox, you know what I mean? You've probably seen it before. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, always had to have the music on. Mm. And no matter what station you put it on, if it's something that plays somewhat new music, new country, new pop, new rock, whatever, you're going to hear that same song the next hour. So you listen to about 12 tracks a day. And to me, now I hate music. Like, by the end of the day, if I hear that fucking song again, I'm going to throw that to wall. <laughs> I get what, you, I get what you're saying. So, yeah, your question is, does it... What's the exact question again? Uh, so the exact question is, is there anything in life that music doesn't make better? Sure. I guess my answer would be work. Yeah. To be, I, and I might be weird. But my biggest thing when I'm working, my favorite thing to pass the time is talk to my coworkers. Mm. If I'm alone working, then sure, I might crank some tunes, but I'm choosing the tunes. But if I'm working at work, like my old jobs, with people, I'd rather just talk. Mm-hmm. 
that helps pass the time. I can really get into that. But when I hear Shinedown for the eighth time, and yeah. I like Shinedown. So yeah. that just that's someone who I could think of. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, now it's not helping pass the time because I've heard this so much that I know the song really well. And now I realize how long I've been laying brick. Yeah. <laughs> because it's only the second verse. Yeah. And I have like another verse and I have a bridge and an end of a chorus. And I'm probably only going to get four bricks laid in that time. Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're really breaking it down. Yeah. I know, man. I know. That question, I like that question, though, because I have a cranky little bitch answer about it. I actually, I do understand it, even though I don't do landscaping. Um, my coworker plays music on like a, a, a radio station on, through, through his computer, and I like it for the first little while. But then again, if they have repeated music, I'm like, okay, let's listen to something else now, you know. And it it's crazy because the radio station literally advertises that they don't repeat music during the day, <laughs> and they'll repeat the music. And yeah. I'm like, you just said you didn't repeat, and yeah. you played this. It two hours ago, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh-huh. Whose death has been the biggest loss to the music community in history? I mean, I'll just go with my answer to start, um, because I don't know music as well as you guys do. I'm going to say Michael Jackson just because I know he was a huge pop star. He's the king of pop and stuff like that. And um, millions and millions of people knew him. Um, Otherwise, my other one is uh, Prince. I remember remember when I heard about Prince's death, um, I was on a cruise ship. Curious for Josh's answer. I'm curious for yours, actually. (laughs) Who do you think? You go first. Stuck. Who's stuck? <laughs> Thinking. Kind of leaning on John Lennon. Who is he? Jim Morrison. John Lennon was a Beatle. Who's the Beatles? Yeah, right? <laughs> they were a big influence on the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jim Morrison. It's tough. Uh, when you first asked the question, my first thought went to John Lennon as well. And it's just because when he was alive, he probably made the most impact on music on the planet. So if he would have lived longer, who knows what else he would have done to music in that short amount of time he was alive he basically changed the whole direction of where music went and to where we are now so yeah he's, a, he's got to be the answer I'm gonna go I was gonna I'm probably gonna say John Lennon I would have I know you're probably not gonna agree with me and probably really could go on a rant but I would have really loved to see Elvis well, Elvis, no, I actually agree with that too, for the same reason. Elvis was also 
huge in changing the direction of where music was going at the time and to where it is now. I, I just would have loved to seen what he would have done next because when he died, I think was the time that he was actually starting to break free and be himself. Yeah, I think he was influential because of all the rules he was breaking. You know, because he was kind of sexy, right? Right. And that whole thing wasn't a thing yet. So he was breaking a lot of rules. And that's why I would agree with you that he could have been, you know, the hardest loss. And then Lennon, he was breaking the rules with what he was saying. Yeah. Um, you know, because there's... Know. I would like to see what Lennon was going to come with next. Because I don't think I don't think he was done. I think there's so much more. No, and that's I think say. you know when you start going into conspiracy theories of the Beatles, they're fascinating. Fascinating, you know. There's yeah. a lot of people who think he was not killed by some random fan. Like yeah. his words were becoming too powerful because so yeah. many people loved him, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like oh yeah, America likes him. This was a planet. Yeah. Loved him. So if he could, if he would have said what anything, the planet would have followed him. So if he was at that point a very dangerous man to someone who doesn't believe in what he's saying. And what's crazy was he was that big with zero social media. <laughs> just with, like me. With, well, I'm just saying <laughs> like people he was worldwide known. Yeah. When there was barely TV. Why did he make the decision not to do social media? <laughs> That's stupid. I had to ask it. Yeah, man. And then there's a lot of other ones, too. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy how big that those guys got, though. I mean, doesn't that kind of blow your mind? Like, there's there's musicians out there that have way more advantages, and that guy got huge with nothing. Well, it's because... <sighs> There was less to listen to, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. Because now, yeah, we can just... Now we can just go and start a YouTube channel tomorrow and write all of our songs and get 800 listens, and that's it. And that's because 8,000 people also started a YouTube channel yesterday and did that. Mm -hmm. So, like, now it's like... You can find whatever you want to listen to, but no one's ever going to be as big as the Beatles ever again. Yeah. And it's not because they're not that good. Like, in my opinion, I think Daft Punk is as as good as the Beatles and Mozart. But Daft Punk will never be as big as the Beatles or Mozart. Because think about how big Mozart is. He's bigger than the Beatles because everybody... Everybody knows that word, Mozart. And not everybody listens to classical music. Right. He was big before. So, like, yeah, Lennon didn't have social media. Mozart didn't have radio. Yeah. Mozart didn't have electricity. Right. Yeah. But it's like you, it's, it's also like you said, there's less to compete with. Yeah. Mozart only had to compete with like six other <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's pretty much like a timeline with classical music and it's like the person at the time 
So like Bach was number one, and everything before Bach was basically coming out of Renaissance. Like Bach made the structure. Like that's it. Then it goes to Haydn, and then boom, Mozart. And yeah, there might be some in between, but not like what we have mm-hmm. now, not like what we even had in the Beatles. It was like, that's the people. And then after Mozart, it's like Beethoven. And then it goes down the line, but then it gets more and more as well. So fewer years in between a major name and more people. And yeah, and it just increases. Like it's literally like yeah. exponentially. Yeah. You ever watch that movie about Mozart and was Amadeus? Yeah, I think it's great. It was a great movie. Yes. I need to watch that. I have not seen it's it. It's really good. It's really good. Well, I should just go into my last question then. I know we had an order, yeah. but my last question pretty much is what we're talking about right now. Yeah. Okay. Because my last question is, when you guys listen to anything that you like, Smash Mouth, Great Event Fleet, whatever, do you ever, when you're really listening to music, say you're on a long road trip or you're in your room and that's all you're doing is listening, do you ever think about how it started? And that could be, how did it start with that band? Man, how did they write that? Or do you ever really think, like, how the fuck did we make music? Because we are just animals that mm-hmm. eat and sleep and poop. We're disgusting things. And somehow, over the course of time, we made this really powerful thing. I think about that all the time, especially, like, because you guys know I'm not musically inclined. I don't know how people do music. I just, my brain doesn't work that way. So, like, that's one of the reasons, like, obviously, like, you guys are talented to begin with. But, like, with the Moonlight community, when you guys, like, did all of the music, like, I don't know. There's some songs that, like, just spoke to me. And, like, you guys, like, just know what to do. And, like, I know, like, the history of some of those songs and, like, the reasoning why you guys did what you did. And, like, Mm -hmm. I was there for a lot of it, which was awesome. But I just, I don't understand how you did that. Like, that makes zero sense to my brain. I would never be able to do what you guys did with any of those songs. And it's just fascinating to me. And all music is fascinating to me because I just, I don't know how it works and how we got to it. Because, like, I can play around, I can drum around, and I can whistle, and I can sing, and I can (laughs) do all that stuff. But I just, I can't, like, I've come up with things, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. And I'll do it for five minutes, and then I'll be like, I'm going to remember that forever. That's that's so cool. I'm going to make that a song, and, and then like five minutes later, it's gone, and I <laughs> just never – it's never coming back again, and I don't know how to how to remember it. I, just, I, I can't do that stuff. And then when you guys are talking about like doing riffs and stuff, like you guys are like – you just remember. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you just like go into it. Or like James, I was just talking to James on the way back from, um, on the way to and on the way back from Lambo, and he was talking about music and he was talking about these lyrics and like what he wants to do with it and what what he sees in the future. And I'm like, dang. And like just based on what he said, like I knew some of what he was talking about, but like he just envisioned everything, mm-hmm. and I just 
I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know how you guys can do that. It's just so cool. I, th- I think back even farther, though. Like, like Josh was saying, from the very beginning. Yeah, like from the very beginning said, of Smash oh. Mouth. Man, can you... <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking from like the very beginning like he was saying that we're all animals like the very first dude I mean if you really think about it the drum the drum was made from freaking human or uh, animal height (laughs) human height (laughs) who would have thought to stretch uh, I almost said human I know that's why I laughed I'm tired Uh, who would have thought to stretch that over a freaking chunk of wood and said hey let's beat on this Mm-hmm. It makes sound. What other things what, did they stretch over? Other things to try to make sound. What? Whatever. And, and what really blows my mind is there's some psycho out there that said, "Hey, let's take a freaking lamb's bladder and we'll turn it into bagpipes, and we can make music out of that." <laughs> Who thinks of that? You know. It's so crazy because pretty much every instrument that is out right now that we know, the guitar, the bagpipes, the flute, they're like the most perfect versions of that instrument that we landed on. So like the first bagpipe hardly probably looked like a bagpipe. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the first clarinet wasn't even really a clarinet until they modified it until it was just perfect scientifically yeah the the clarinet was probably just a broken flute at one point yeah for sure or just a tube of wood i mean it's crazy that there still is a didgeridoo but there's also a clarinet because to me it's like that probably came from the same looking thing you're blowing vertically but the didgeridoo is just a pipe <laughs> that you play with different breathing techniques, where the clarinet is a pipe that you play with different fingerings. Hmm. Totally different sounds and everything, but you they look kind of similar. Say, same with brass instruments. Like, man. Oh, for sure. Way, yeah. What if we bend it that way? <laughs> yeah. What if we put so, a slide here? What if we do this? What's crazy to me is like... All of these instruments we're talking about, well, except for the didgeridoo and actually bagpipes, never mind. But these are like Western instruments that formed into orchestral things. The drum, though, that you were talking about, that really starts to get crazy to me. Because there are origin stories in the native culture about the drum. Just like there's nat- there's origin stories for basically everything. And they are so mystical and somewhat like folklore Those are terrible words to describe it because those are Western words. But to, their, to them and their stories, that's just fact. So if they're told from the spirits above, hey, this is something called a drum and this is how you make it, and that's their origin story, well, that's fact. And us as Westerners, we're like, no, no, no. It had to have been a caveman who tripped (laughs) on an old dead buffalo hide that happened to be leaning on a branch and it sounded good, so he did it again. (laughs) 
Like we, for some reason, we've been trained to need to know logistical, yeah, scientific timeline what, facts. Yeah. What's, Whereas, even, what's even crazier is is somebody heard that and go, I can make it better. Well, for sure. But either way, the more I get into those really deep historical things, I'm, I almost sometimes just land on, well, it was invented. (laughs) (laughs) Because we'll never know, man. Well, it's here. Yeah. But I got to tell you just one thing on, before we move on to the next part, uh, my answer to this question. So you guys probably know Leonard Skinner, right? I know, I I know. Shut up. I know a Leonard. (laughs) But okay, so I randomly uh, watched their documentary they had on Netflix. Good one, super good. What's Netflix? And uh, social media that you're supposed to be posting on. So (laughs) okay, so they on their first album that they released, they had Tuesdays Gone, and Tuesdays Gone is the opening song in Happy Gilmore. Yep. So as a kid, when I watched Happy Gilmore, which I loved, I didn't know that was Leonard Skinner. Because <laughs> I knew Leonard Skinner from like Freebird. Yep. And like um, Simple Man. I didn't, I just, I guess it never connected to me that Tuesday's Gone was Leonard Skinner. Whatever, right? So I'm watching this documentary a couple of weeks ago, and I hear that song. I'm like, oh, yes, dude. That song's so good. It's just one of those that hits me really hard. Mm-hmm. So then, of course, I do what I do, and I listen to the fuck out of that song. Like, for two weeks, it's all I'm listening to is just that song, and I'm analyzing it, like, down to the bare bones. <laughs> and I just... This is where I start to do this, like, history thing with songs. Leonard Skinner, after watching that, I learned so much. They're not classically trained at all. (laughs) They're fucking hillbillies (laughs) that want to be rockers. So they get a bunch of instruments and they just play the instruments until they're good. (laughs) They don't have a teacher. (laughs) They just are like, dude, I got to play guitar. So they listen to all their favorite things, try to mimic it, and then write their own music based off of what they've heard. And they become great musicians by just doing nothing but playing an instrument. Which shows me that you can do anything. Yeah. If you just quit everything else and just go do it. Mm-hmm. You don't need a teacher and you don't need books and you don't need a how-to. Just just go do it. So there's no right or wrong way to learn guitar. Okay, now having said all that, they write that song, Tuesday's Gone. That guitar in that is so fucking good. (laughs) And the counter melodies are so good. That's where, that's the kind of stuff that keeps me interested in music after all these years. Because for sure I get bored with music. I mean, I teach it every day. And my whole life has been music since fourth grade until now. And I literally had to go through the, toughest classes of music in college four years of music theory that gets so advanced that you're not even doing music anymore you're just doing math (laughs) but when i hear tuesday's gone by a bunch of fucking hillbillies (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yes that's why music is dope because i 
you you listen to Moonlight. Yep. And you say, how did they write that? Mm-hmm. Dude, I know how to write music. Yeah. And I listen to Tuesday's Gone, and I say, how did they write that? Yeah. Like, all they do is smoke cigs, drink beer. They ha- they stayed in that cabin by the river, filled with mosquitoes. It's hot as fuck. And they wrote that. Josh, wow. I wish you had TikTok, because I would love to share. I, I stumbled across this fucking... One guy's TikTok and it is the most badass thing I think I've ever seen. It's uh, it's the Eagles. He's got um, Leonard Skinner. He has, but the cool one that I found was, it's it's all the back behind the scenes guys. It's really cool of them just riffing together and stuff like that. Mm. But I found one with the Highwaymen. Mm. There's like four or five videos of them of Chris Christopherson. Uh, Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, um, Willie Nelson, uh, Tom Jones was in a couple of them, uh, but they're sitting around just passing around a whiskey bottle, smoking cigarettes, and they're going, hey, I just wrote this yesterday. Tell me what you think. And then they're adding in this and that, and it's the most coolest fucking video I I think I've ever seen. And there's like four of them. It's pretty freaking sweet. And then there's ones like with the Eagles. Um, They're singing uh, Seven Bridges in the hallway. Mm. Yeah, dude, that's... uh, Regardless, I guess, whether it's music or football or disc golf, I do love watching people who are just so good at whatever they're doing. And when you get like what you're talking about, those videos, that sounds fascinating. I would love you're right. I would love those videos because get a bunch of really good musicians together and let them talk music. It's amazing. It's just I love seeing the potential of humans with their craft. Mm -hmm. Like Trevor Lawrence. I'm a huge fan of that kind of music and it was just awesome to watch. Oh yeah, that's like the same with me. Like I don't like love Leonard Skinner. Um, I think they're cool and I like a lot of their songs, but it's not like they're my favorite band. But watching that documentary, I was like, oh, these guys are dope. Like I just love learning. I watched Garth Brooks too. I've always been a fan of Garth Brooks, but that documentary was incredible. I didn't watch that either. <coughs> I need to watch that too. Garth Brooks is so good. Yeah. So good. Does uh, Leonard Skinnard or how how was that pronounced? It's called Leonard Fournette. <laughs> <laughs> he used to sing Freebird, and now he's the running back for Tom Brady. <laughs> I had to, had to f- plug that. I love Leonard Skinnard, and I'm not a fan of Freebird. Oh, I love Freebird, dude. Oh man, I love it so much. But I am a huge fan of Guitar Hero. Hmm. So I've always loved Freebird, and then playing it on Guitar Hero made me love it more, so now it's just ingrained in me. Yeah, and you can, like, get a perfect on Expert. Plus that scene in Forrest Gump where Jenny is partying hard, and she's going to kill herself. She's going to jump off the top of that building, but she decides not to. That's the solo for Freebird. Perfectly used. See, I can argue myself, Roddy. 
Yep. When I say music is overused, but also when it's perfectly used, then I'm like, yes. Because like in that scene, it's like Freebird. Yeah, I've heard it a million times on the radio, but I loved it in that scene. Mm-hmm. So that's how some of my favorite musicals are, like uh, across the universe. How they made a whole freaking movie telling the story through the music. Believe it or not, I've never seen it. Oh, so good. I'm very aware of what it is, but I've <laughs> never seen it. So good. They make they tell a whole story with the songs from the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And isn't Rock of Ages similar to that? Kind of. Like a story, but with 80s, med- or 80s songs or something? Kind of, yeah. But with Across the Universe, I think the music tells the, tells the story. Where Rock of Ages, they tell the story and put mu- the music that kind oh, of okay. ties with mm-hmm. it. Sure. I should just watch both of those, so then I'll know. Nah. I, I think you'd love Across the Universe. <laughs> Bro, have you seen Wicked? Yeah. <sighs> Very good. I saw Wicked when it was in Minneapolis in August. Yep, yeah, roughly, I think. <sighs> it was borderline life-changing. <laughs> nice. It was like I the like best it. musical I'd ever seen, and for sure it's the best music I'll ever see. I think you got to watch Across the Universe, man. No. I mean, I will watch it, and I'll probably like it, but nothing can touch Wicked ever. Ever. It's like there's Wicked, and then there's musicals. (laughs) And I love musicals. (laughs) Wicked was beyond anything. I don't know. I've seen Avenue Q. Avenue Q was so good. So good, dude. But Wicked's the best yeah. thing that ever existed. Dang. Pinnacle. Only if you like witches. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like if Wicked ever comes back, it's like I need to spend $1,000 on tickets to everyone who's never seen it in my life. I'll go. Yeah. It just everyone needs to experience that. I, I'm going to stand behind across the universe, man. Oh my god, you gotta leave. <laughs> You're getting I've kicked off. Wicked. This is the first time. I've never time... seen Wicked live. So maybe that, but. This is the first time Vandy's getting kicked off the podcast. You, <laughs> you keep trying to kick me off, but. <laughs> Alright, should we uh, into our segments? Yeah, let's get into our segments. What's our What's our first segment? Well, Josh isn't a part of this one because it's just me and you doing challenges, so... Yeah. But, I mean, he can also participate. Anybody can participate in these challenges. So it's Absolutely. monthly challenges that we have to do. Otherwise, we have to pay some monies. So this episode is going to come out January 2nd. So congratulations on finishing your December. I think I'm going to get there. So I know we're recording this in December, but I'm I'm feeling pretty good. I think so too. I think we're both going to make this one. I said I, I should make it. It just all depends on how much plowing I'm going to have to do. Yep. There's a lot of big storms coming. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure I was going to get to record this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because it starts tomorrow. 
Well, and I just got done plowing for 20 hours yesterday. Dang. No bueno. Alright, yeah. what's uh what's your monthly challenge for January? So my January challenge is I challenge you to watch two comedy specials. You can watch them from wherever. HBO, I don't know if Hulu has them in here or not, Netflix, or you can go on YouTube and watch some of those specials that are on there. But I want you to watch two of them. I want you to do a video blog about them and then post it to our Facebook or wherever. Okay. And tell me what you liked about them, what you learned, anything you would change, your favorite joke, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Do a little video blog about it. Sweet. I can do that. Does it have to be specials that I haven't seen before, or can I do specials that, like, can I... I would like it to be someone, something you haven't seen, but I don't okay. really care. Okay. You can do whatever you, whatever, whatever you want. Sweet. No, I can definitely do that. That's, that's easy. Sweet. My challenge for January is for us, we each need to stretch for a total of five hours. I like this. I like yep. these challenges. Yeah. So we're, we each need to stretch for five hours, which um, I think I did the math, and I think that equates to about 10 minutes of stretching a day. So, because I need to start stretching more, and I actually had this later on in the year, but I need to start stretching now because I need to I need to get back into my flexible self again. It's it's only gonna help, and it's not gonna hurt us. Yep. So, and plus these are to, to help <laughs> us better ourselves. So, stretching and yep. watching comedy, I can do that. So sweet. What's our next segment? We do how much? Yep. How much would it take to is our next segment. So this is where we talk about uh, different topics. Um, obviously, we're talking about music this one, but we are going to talk about different things, and we have to say how much it's going to take to do this or to do that. Um, again, since Josh is our co-host, we added him. So instead of doing three each, we are each going to do two. So we still have six spread amongst the three of us. What's your first one, Roddy? Uh, my first one is how much would it take to sing to a random contact on your phone? And again, if the any of the other hosts or co-hosts say that they would give you the money, you got to do it. I know Vandy's supposed to do Ooh. two things for 100 bucks, but he still hasn't done yep. it. <laughs> I, bought, I actually bought razors today. So. Oh, nice. Sweet. The other, that's the main reason is I haven't had a sharp razor and I'm not shaving my leg with a dull razor. Hey, I'm going to shave my leg in three weeks. How come? Because I'm getting a tattoo. Oh, yeah. You getting what? Tattoo? Yeah. Nice. What are you getting? I'm getting... <laughs> this is perfect that it's the music theme. I'm actually getting my first like band tattoo. I'm getting an entire leg sleeve of Daft Punk. Sick. Yep. That's actually my second question. How much would it take to get a tattoo of Daft Punk on your entire leg? Probably about 1200 bucks. 
kidding. That's not my second one. That was just a funny one. Josh, that's that's sick. I can't wait to see that thing. I can't either. I'm pumped, (laughs) dude. I'm doing the evolution of their helmets through their four eras. So, like... That's sweet. So, it's going to evolve. So, it'll be the Discovery era, the Alive era, well, human after all, and Alive mixed, and then Tron, and then Random Access Memories. And at the very top, I'm going to have the Daft Punk text which is basically just their emblem it just is the text that says daft punk but it's in the same font for every album i'm gonna get that at the top and then what's gonna connect it is like this random electronica pixelated background top i like i like your wiener (laughs) no i'm just going up to the thigh for now but i'm starting at the ankle so it is going to be pretty dense especially in shorts it'll look like it's the whole thing Sweet. Yeah, and if it goes really well, I'm going to do the same thing with my right leg, uh, but with Slipknot and the evolution of their masks. That's cool. Yeah. So by the, you said that by your thigh, that is by your wiener. Yes. <laughs> I gave him a compliment. Um, is that a short joke? Getting back to yours, Roddy. <laughs> no. I would say, I'd say 40 bucks. Wait, who's picking? Well, I mean, I didn't explain, but you said 40, so I mean, I almost want to do it, but I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not going to do it, but you you pick. Do both. If either Josh or I get a pick, okay. or if you get a pick, what are, what are the what are the going rates? Get to pick, I'd say I'd just keep it at 40. Okay. He's good. What if we got a pick? I'm going to keep it at 40. Oh, 40 for both? Okay. Sweet. I said 100 bucks. Okay. And I, I'm, I'll do that for both. You guys get a pick, the, the random contact. How about you, Josh? Uh, I don't want to do it. Well, I know that's why you got to put a higher sure, price. I'd say like five. That's when you. That's when you raise your price. Yep. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. But the thing is, <laughs> it wouldn't be that weird, because probably everyone in my contact list knows I'm a music teacher. Yeah, that's true. Everybody in my contact list would definitely find it weird. I feel like they just think you're drunk. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't think they. I I used to sing karaoke, and I'm a comedian, so they might like realize like, oh, he's just trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. But maybe it wouldn't be as weird as I thought. Just Roddy being Roddy. Yep. <laughs> All right, sweet. How much, how much to listen to your least favorite type of music, and that's all you can listen to for the entire month? Um, To listen to your least favorite kind of music. Um, I don't know. I... I don't mind listening. I I would listen to just about anything, so I guess I wouldn't really care. Um, if that was the only thing I had to listen to for the entire month, like it would probably get a little annoying, but I mean, I would also have the ability to do other things. Like I just wouldn't listen to music as much that month, you know? Um, I'd either watch more TV shows, watch more movies, play more disc golf work on comedy longer 
you know, like I just find other things to occupy my time, except obviously or I could listen to more podcasts, like the stupidest podcast. Um, no, no, no podcast, no podcast. The only thing you can listen to is that music. If, if you're out disc golfing and somebody has a speaker with them, you'd have to tell them, ah, you got to change it to this. That'd be awkward. <laughs> um, oh, if that's part of it, then I'm going to increase the the value then. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's all you can listen to. You can watch movies and all that, but if you're listening to anything, can't be a podcast, can't be any different kind of music. It's only this. I'm gonna say five hundred bucks. A thousand. Thousand. I'm I'm cheaper, but I I I don't think I I would be able to do much. I don't think I could do any lower than five hundred because. If I had, like, that would be so awkward if somebody was just listening to music and I just got to, like, tell them to listen to something else. I, that's, that's, no, that's so dumb. I don't like that. <laughs> How about you? Well, you, would, you wouldn't have to tell them. You could leave. Well, yeah, but if I'm playing disc golf, I'm not going to leave. Well, you let that guy go play through What's your number, man? Um, I said two fifty. Two fifty? Two dollars and fifty cents? I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> two hundred and fifty. Oh, okay. Get annoying. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it now. I might in the future. There's, there's, there's nothing I hate. I, I would hate to where I wouldn't do it. Like, there's no music that I, I'd be like. It's only thirty days. Yeah, or thirty-one, depending on the month. Or thirty, or thirty-one, depending on the month. Or or twenty-eight. But it would just it would get annoying. Yeah. Too annoying to where I don't really want to do it. But yeah. if you're gonna pay me two fifty would be my number. Or twenty-nine on a leap year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> All right, Josh. What's your first? Do you have any? <laughs> <laughs> how much what's the question it's how much would it take to how much would it take to just blast Christmas music in July <laughs> as you're pulling up to work or disc golf league just blasting it out of your car <laughs> just one time and acting act like you're rocking out to it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just one time sure okay just just get out and be like, yes, this is my jam. Yeah. And it's like, the first <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. I would I'm Mr. White Christmas. <laughs> I'm Mr. Snow. <laughs> I would almost do it for free just to get the reaction yeah. out of everybody. <laughs> but I would want to make some money because it'd be fun. Um so if you guys do actually accept it, I want to, I'm going to say I'd do it for, <sighs> 20 bucks, nice. 20? 20 bucks. I would do it. I'll take you up on it in July. Okay. <laughs> okay. 20 bucks in July. I'm glad I went to 20. I was going to say less. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. I'll do that in July. Um, 
Yeah, just let me know when. All right. Just remember. Well, yeah. If you don't remember, then you don't get it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, that's. I was actually going to bring that up. Um, I feel, even past episodes that we've done already, I feel at any point in time, so say one of us hits the lottery, at any point in time, you have to do it if the other person says they'll do give you the money. Is that fair? What do you mean? So if we've set a price in a past episode or a future episode or this episode, if I said $20 to do that in, in July. And, and we made the agreement that you do it? Yep. Uh, it, it, you can't do it more than once. If So if I've already done it, you can't repeat that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. So like, but like if I said $20 and you, you said I'll give you $20, you have to do it. So even, but like, even if you decide like you didn't want to do it this year, but you do it the next year, it's still, it's, you're liable. No 20. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. I like that. Okay. I, I said 20. What are you guys saying? 500 bucks. Yeah. <sighs> I don't want to do it, but I really want you to do it. Are you also going to give me 20 bucks? Probably not. No. Unless I'm like far away. Oh, I, I don't want to be associated with it. Because <laughs> I'm thinking of pulling up to disc golf. I know. And I'm gonna be with you. Yeah. So that I'm in turn <laughs> doing it. So like the, I the don't. Whole, the whole reason, that, the, the whole other reason why I said I'd do it is because I'm like I think I'm getting two for one here. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you get to choose when. So Josh is gonna be like. Call me when you're gonna do it. I'll drive separate that week. For real. <laughs> or we'll make it so it's like when you go to comedy. Oh yeah. And well, then I can watch from afar. But it's funny because if we do it while I, I go to comedy, I... nobody. We usually don't show up at the same time, like at disc golf. Oh. So like, if I do it, it's probably just gonna be in front of strangers. <laughs> Even better at a disc golf tournament. Oh. Because then it'd be a lot of people, and they'd be strangers. And if it's at like Blue Ribbon Pines. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I get to do I get to pick the song? What's the song? That's what I'm saying. Do I get to pick the song? Well, you just said Christmas music, or he just said no, Christmas music. That's so what, that, that's it's what I'm his. Asking. It's his choice because it's his. It's his. Deal. Well, it's his choice because he's the one paying money. But but it's your question. So so what? I think the person paying the money gets to choose. Okay, that then that's what Perfect. it is. I like it. Santa baby, here we come. Let's go. Santa. Yes, dude. <laughs> Santa baby. Hurry <laughs> down the chin. <laughs> so do I have to like headbang to it? Like, yeah. <laughs> Gotta crank the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing, but it's going to be worth 20 bucks. I'm really glad I went up to 20 because I was going to say 10. You should act like nothing's going on. What do you mean? Like get out and like start practice putting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, like nothing's weird. Yeah. What? This is my song. Like, and I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll do it with my with my I'll, I'll come in with the windows <laughs> up so they don't like, yeah. they don't really know what's happening, and then I'll roll my window down and I'll be like, "What's going on, guys?" Oh my god! Or better yet, you go to the practice green when everyone's practice putting. Hey, do you mind if I just put on my music? <laughs> just, I got a Bluetooth speaker. Here. Do you mind if I get into the zone, <laughs> Santa baby? <laughs> Dude, I want you. I want you to know, like, the history of it, too. Like, like you know, 
Marilyn Monroe, 1982. Like, this is the best rendition of this song. Like, yeah. Come on. You, you don't like this shit? And then someone's about to put, you're like, wait, listen to this part. <laughs> Get a I hold of this. <laughs> this is it, right? You'll like this. And it'd be really funny or, if you missed part, every part. <laughs> if you're just putting and missing by two feet. It's like this. This really gets me in the zone. Well, I'm feeling it today, wow. boys. Just airball. I want you to airball and then play music and then start making them. <laughs> and I have, Ugh. and I have like my bag, so I look like I'm really good at disc golf, but I just can't do anything. I go up to it's like my turn on the tee pad, and I I crank it during Dude, my throw. No. All right, so you show up, and first you listen to Rudolph. And you're missing. You're like, how did you're like? How did this get on my playlist? God, that's embarrassing. And then you switch it to Santa Baby, and, and then you I'm just like, drain putts. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, this is it. There Let's we go. go. That's what I needed. Daddy's home. Yeah. Daddy's home. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I'm, this is gonna be right, fun. I'm excited for these this discs one. are going down the chimney. <laughs> Oh, man. You just start looking at the other players. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And I walk to the basket to grab my disc, but I, like, do it all sexily, like. Oh, <laughs> my God, Vandy. If we sign up for an A tier, oh. they ask you what your walkout music is. <laughs> oh. When you tee yes. off, when you tee off, they play because when I played A tier at Kaposia, they asked me, and I had um, "Lose Yourself to Dance" by Daft Punk. <laughs> oh my God! Funny. If you play an A tier and they <laughs> ask that, you have to put "Santa Baby." Not if I've already done it before. I only have to do it once, or unless you're gonna give yeah. me. Yeah, in that situation, I'll give you twenty bucks. Yeah. You so you can it? get it twice. You can, can get you Vandy's. It? Whenever I'll give you twenty bucks if there's an A tier that asks for a walk up song, I'll give you twenty bucks to go to Santa Baby. I'll do it. Yes, dude. <laughs> yes. Josh, if I'm not there, you have to record it. I will, hundred percent. And we get to use it for the podcast. Well, someone has to record it because if yeah. I'm playing the tournament, yeah. I won't be I won't be teed up when you are. Oh, that is so great. But maybe you'll play after me. Yes, if I yeah, that's yeah. right. That's All right, Roddy, so what's your second one? epic. Oh man. This is gonna be fun. Alright. My second one is how much would it take to play loud music at an inappropriate time? Whether it be at a funeral, a wedding, a movie theater, during stand up, anything like that. Thousand dollars. A hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Josh is just—he's not gonna do yeah, any of no. these. <laughs> well, he said a thousand dollars. It depends on the situation. So, if it's a funeral or a wedding, I'm gonna say a thousand dollars. I thought you were thinking about like paying me a thousand. Like, no way, you're really gonna pull the trigger. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not... <laughs> I thought that's what you're thinking. I was like, all right. No, I'm not paying you a thousand dollars. Not at this point in time. If I win the lottery, maybe. 
but um, not no at a at a funeral or a wedding I did say a thousand dollars at those kind of things um, to play loud music at a movie theater and it, if it's it depends on how long so this since this is mine I would just say like you just have to start the song just to like enough to annoy people but you're not ruining the entire movie. Um, so you're not like doing the entire song because that would be ridiculous. Um, man, I'm gonna say I, I was. I'm gonna say two hundred dollars on that one because I would at least I would hope that the movie theater isn't full of people. Because if I get $200, I would at least want to pay for, like, some of the people's tickets. <laughs> like, if I ruined the movie, I would want to help pay for some of the movie. Uh, stand-up, I, I'm not going to do it at all. I'm going to say $100,000 during stand-up because I don't want to ruin anybody else's set. Because I wouldn't want people to do it to mine. But a movie theater is different because they can just go watch it again. Or watch it at home ne- the next time. You know what I mean? Or stand up, yeah. Stand up can be more in the moment, and you might have ruined a good set. It just reminds me of Tom Segura's bit about going to the movies. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. Are you stabbing that baby? <laughs> no, we love the baby. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right, Andy, what's your second right. one? How much to never listen to the Moonlight Community again, ever? I said a million dollars because I have to I like listening to Moonlight I don't know I'm trying to figure out what you guys would actually pay me because <laughs> I could use some money for some tattoos <laughs> so you're actually like you you just never dude it's been to... so long since I listened to Moonlight really yeah and here's the thing I don't like have that need to listen. Mm. You know what I mean? Because we wrote them, yeah. we recorded them, we performed so, yeah. them. And honestly, it's kind of you know whatever. It's not overly joyful that we don't do it anymore. Yeah, for sure. COVID ruined it, so mm-hmm. it's kind of dead anyway. It brings back good memories. And not good memories. Yeah. So whatever. I don't know. 500 bucks. Okay. You just want some tattoos. I can't give you 500 bucks. Because <laughs> honestly, I mean, it sounds bad, but I it'd be easy for me to not listen to Moonlight. Yeah. Because I don't listen to them that much. I don't have them in my Spotify list. I don't know. So what if, what if we're in the same car together and I'm driving we'll just... and, and I play a Moonlight song? You have to just get out. <laughs> or turn it. <laughs> but no. I wouldn't want to... Honestly, I really wouldn't want to give up anything, whether it's my own band or not. I would hate to, like, just have be trapped of- to not listen to something when I want to yeah. listen to it. Right. 500 um, bucks. So maybe when I win the lottery, I'll, get, I'll pay 500 bucks, and then just, you can never listen to it ever again. See, and that's also fine. 500 bucks back. 
Yeah, but the other thing You're is... You're like 82 and you accidentally listen to it. <laughs> yeah, but also it's like, okay, there's only 10 recorded Moonlight Community songs. No, there's two albums. I know. Isn't there only 10 on each? There's 10 on there's Gate- 20. The Gateway. Yeah, so there'd be 20 songs. Okay, that's only 20 songs. Yeah, that you could never listen to. Because then I could just write 80 more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and listen to those under a different name. Or literally, like, record the exact same thing but tweak one note. And you're like, yeah, it's a different song. <laughs> or just change the name of the band. Yeah, there Re-record you go. Record the album yeah. and be like, The Sunlight <laughs> Clan. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> How about you, Vandy? Millions. I I never want to stop supporting yeah. my friends. Yeah. Uh, what's your last one, Josh? Oh, I had another one. I don't know. I didn't have another one. This is the toughest when I was looking at the yeah. segments. I have the questions for the others. Okay. This one. So. Okay. Well, well, we'll just go to the other ones. All right. The next segment we have is love it or hate it. In this one, we How's go. So in this one, we go for. Uh, we say a subject. Uh, again, this is going to be a music subject, and you have to say whether you love it or you hate it. You have to lean one way or the other. You cannot be in the middle. So regardless of what we say, love it or hate it. So that's all we need. You can kind of explain your answer if you need to, but uh, yeah. Super, super simple concept. So um, I'll start. My first one is classical music. Love it. You said same? Yeah. I said same. Yeah, I wouldn't want that not in my life. Yep. Love I, it. Love I, it to death. I said love it. I said love it to life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, life would suck without it. I mean, you couldn't watch Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how much uh, class, old classical music is in old cartoons. Too. Well, do it's you want to know why? Why? At a certain time after a song has been out, a very long amount of time, it becomes public domain. Anything is like that, though. And once it's, once it's public domain, you don't have to spend money on using it whenever you want. So Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, all that stuff, they didn't have to spend a dime on all their background music because they used public domain songs, and it was all classical pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's brilliant because they saved money. Well, shit, they made money, a ton of it, and kids for the next forever still got to keep up on classical music even if they didn't know the composer and the name of the piece they know the song yep so yeah there's a fun fact for you yeah it's really cool all right new country hate it i said hate it also i did too yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't listen to country a ton. I I listen to it every now and then, and I I enjoy it when I listen to it. But new country, I don't know much about at all. So I that's why I said hate it. Like maybe there's some of it that I like, but 
I am not. It's not enough for me to say love it. Well, Vandy, when you said classical, if you said you wouldn't want to have it out of your life, new country, yeah, I'm cool with it out of my life. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, it's it's too boy bandish pop music. Yeah, the fact that it's just a drum track. I mean, it's not like country music screams drums ever, but at least they had right. real drummers. Oh, so these it's just a track. It's just tracks, man. Oh. That's dumb. Now I hate it yep. even more. <laughs> so we've been unanimous so far. Yeah. I we're like all, it. We're, we're all the same so far. That's cool. All right, Josh, what's your first one? Christmas music. <sighs> I'm going to say I love I it. I could ever live without Santa, baby. I'm going to say love it now, but I feel like after these next two things, I'm going to say hate it. <laughs> after I get embarrassed a couple oh, times. Oh, sure. I, I'm going to say I love, love it, though. It. I love it, too. Yeah, I'll listen to it like in Jan, like in July. If I like, if I happen to hear it, I I don't know how that would happen, but um, I would listen. I wouldn't like seek it out unless it's December. But I don't even seek it out in December, but I do love it. I've had to come to terms with the fact that I love Christmas music. <laughs> come to terms with it? What do you mean? Because it's like kind of nerdy to love it, you know, like to be a cool kid. Like, oh, I hate yeah. Christmas music. They play it so much. Meh. Meh. But who are they kidding? It's great because it means Christmas is coming up and that means Christmas break and it means food and, and fun times with the family. And it just has nostalgia that never goes away. Mm-hmm. And December sucks. Because it's cold and there's 900 feet of snow and there's power outages for two weeks. <laughs> so at least you get the joy of Christmas music. Yeah. To help pass the time. How do you play the Christmas music if you have no power? Well, <laughs> you got some battery life on your phone. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I still said love it. Like, like you said, I don't seek it out. Sometimes I seek it out in December, but like I'm not ever really... Like if I hear it, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's that's I love it, but I'm not like, yeah, yeah. But I uh, my next one is reading music. I said hate it, love it. I'm not because I'm not good enough. Yeah, I wish I was better. If I was better at it, I probably would love it. But it makes me frustrated that I can't do it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I know somewhat how to read music. Um, I definitely don't know how to read fluently, but I would be able to, like, kind of understand what's going on. Like, if I saw it in front of me, I'd probably be able to, like, sing along, and I'd probably, like, get most of the notes semi-correct, but not, like I said, I'm not, I just, like, not great at that. Um, but I had to say hate it, because I just... Don't know how to do it as well as Josh. <laughs> Love it. I'd have to, to retake a class and relearn yeah. it all. I love music theory. I love notation. I love that I can read it at any point in time. I love teaching it. I've taught it now for five years. And I teach it, like right now I'm teaching it mostly to seventh graders and college kids. And high school too, but at a certain point, high school knows enough 
that we can start just pumping out songs. And I like pumping out as many songs as possible. But like I can get really deep with those college kids. Because I, I do lessons, just woodwinds and guitars. But lately I've been incorporating, like this last year, I've been incorporating theory into lessons. So they can learn how to read while playing guitar. And then guitar is what they can read with. Because it's not like you just look at notation and you're like, wow, that's interesting. <laughs> you want to hear what you're reading. Yeah. So you need some sort of medium, a piano, a guitar, whatever. Or you could sing it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the kids that I've been teaching seem to like that. Learning theory while they're learning guitar. So they can read it on their guitar. Because mm -hmm. then it's two things. Learning the guitar yeah, is just learning hand-eye coordination. That's it. You're, it's just a piece of wood with strings. Yeah. Learning. No, you're not just reading. You're you're not just seeing letters either. Now you're actually can kind of look at it and hear it. Exactly. They're without perfect even, without even playing. Yeah, they're perfect back and forth together. Going back to your old question, I can't remember what you asked, Josh, but or back in the beginning, who would have thought that that's systemly what it came up with? For writing music and that also evolved big time it's... big time um and that's why i like teaching it now though because you say like both of you kind of like vandy you'd have to relearn it roddy you'd have to kind of learn it mm -hmm. dude i feel like i've gotten really good at teaching it i feel like i can make it simple because i almost think it's easier than like english it just seems so foreign Mm -hmm. But really, the shapes are just the shapes that you see on that page. Mm -hmm. It's only telling you how to long to make a noise. Okay. There's other things on there, like the clef, the treble clef, and yep. the bass clef, like my tattoo. That doesn't quite matter that much. Okay. It it does and it doesn't, but the shapes and whether they're colored in or not, and whether they have dots following them or not, whether there's flags on the stems or not, all those things are telling you time. So... The shape yeah. itself only tells you how long to make a noise. And so then it's crazy. just what noise to make then at that point. Okay, and that's just how, just high, how, yeah, how high, high or low on the page it is. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I remember... What is it in music? It's, it's, it's pretty uh, simple, but also very complex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the thing is about it, you can always cut it in half, cut it in half, cut it in half, cut it in half in all directions. So that's why it, get, it can get super complex. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm telling you when I took Music Theory 4, well, it's math. It's, yeah. it's not music at all. When you hear some of the pieces that you're dissecting in Music Theory 4, it sounds like shit. Mm, but you need it because it's got a... It's, I hate it. It's like what Jordan Goble loves to do. And I always tell him, he's like, all right, listen to this new piece. I'm like, that's awesome because you spent a lot of time on this. And I understand everything that went behind it. But I'm not dancing to this because mm. <laughs> it sounds like you threw a bunch of M&Ms on a piano. <laughs> And just randomly, <laughs> whatever came out came out. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's 
by complex, I mean it's it's a language. It is. It's one hundred percent a language. Hmm. It's 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 a different language. It's a mathematics. I mean, there's so many subjects in into it. Mm-hmm. There's history. Mm-hmm. We talked about yep. that. Yeah, because isn't it in music? Isn't it uh, what is it? Roy G. Biv. Is that the? <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, you did. <laughs> what is it though? There's an there's a something that goes with the. Well, you're talking about the pitch names of the lines of yes, the staff. Yes. Every good boy does fine. Yes, that what that's what it is. Every every good boy loves whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then the spaces on the staff spell the word face. Yes, yep, yep I remember that. And then on that's only on the treble clef. On the bass clef, the lines say, um, good boys do fine always. Mm. And the spaces on the bass clef say, ace G. <laughs> ace G. And then there's one note that connects both the treble clef and the bass clef and that's C hmm. and it's middle C middle C well if it's in the middle it makes sense to call it the middle C but you only see it in the middle if you're a piano player because piano players see both staffs the treble and the bass if you're a tuba player you only read the bass yeah so when you see a middle C if, a tu- if you're a tuba player it's way up high yeah and if you're a clarinet player because you read treble you see middle C, it's low. It's below the staff. Hmm. But if you're a piano player, you see both, so it's actually in the middle. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So is that technically a line then for yeah. the piano? Okay. For all of it. Middle C yeah. is always on a line. Okay. Hmm. Turn is it? Uh, it is yours. All right. Um, bagpipes. Love them or hate them? Love them. I, I said love them also, um, even though I did have a neighbor at one point that played the bagpipes. Um, I remember that. Yeah, I never had, I never really had an issue with it. I loved it. And mm-hmm. I didn't know you had a neighbor that did it until like a month after you said you were moving out. I was like, dude, I just find out that this dude, I could have sat on your freaking balcony for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Love the bagpipes. Me too. One of my favorite instruments. Do you know how to play it? No. Either. I would love to learn them. Nope. No. Never. Never hmm. learned. Dang. That is definitely not a classical. Yeah. Like Western style instrument. So no, never had an opportunity to learn that or even <laughs> play it. Dang. I think I know how it's played. Just by watching. Mm-hmm. But no, I've never tried. I would have totally guessed you would have at least tried it. I don't think I've ever been around one. Hmm. That would be like yeah. shared. Like, yeah. hey, play this. Yeah. 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 You don't go to campfires <laughs> would, and they just bring it off. <laughs> wouldn't even know how to start. Like, do you got to blow the bag up? I believe so. Hmm. It's a drone instrument. What do you mean by that? So there's a, there's a note that's always being played 100% of the time, and I believe that's what's coming out of the bag. Mm. And you're just bending that. And you're playing other notes with your fingers, so you're like playing a duet with yourself. 
Hmm. So there's this one note constantly going. Hmm. And then a ton Roddy, of other you notes. Be good with it. You're, you're always good at playing with yourself. Oh yeah, I I do it all the time. He's a he's a he's a natural yeah, bagpipe player. I, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is an interesting. Like, how many other instruments are like that? Well, there's Middle Eastern music that's a lot like that, but I don't think it's not a single instrument though. So like, if there's like. Okay, actually, no, I lied. Sitar. That mm. is a Middle Eastern instrument, and you are playing it by yourself. Have you seen a sitar? I think so. I forget how many strings there are, like maybe 22. Is that the one where you sit kind of awkwardly on the yeah, ground? Yeah, I played it yeah, at Project at that festival. Earth. Yeah. And I used to have one, and uh, Ryan broke it oh. on accident. Dang. Um, Ryan from the bowling alley, you know? Oh, I didn't know that, Ryan. Oh, dang. Yeah. He accidentally broke it. And the thing about it is sitars are made out of a gourd, not wood. So, like, if you broke a guitar, that sucks, too. There's a small chance you could fix it. If you break a sitar, it's fucking broke. Because mm. it's a gourd that was grown from the earth that was then made into a sitar. That's nuts. So it's broke forever, and it really blows because I got a really good deal on it, and I've never been able to get one. I would kill for another sitar. Very interesting instrument. But of those 22 strings, and like I said, I don't remember if that's the exact number, um, you only play like four. And they're the strings that are on top, and you play it kind of like a guitar, right? You move it around and move into different frets. All the other strings are underneath the strings that you're playing, and you don't touch them. Hmm. They only make noise because of all the vibrations happening with the noise you are making. Those vibrations vibrate the strings underneath. Interesting. And those ring. So yes, that's a drone too, because you don't change the pitch of those. They just make this one noise the whole time. Do you ever tweak those at all, or is it... I think for the really famous sitar players, like professionals, I think they just have extra sitars. Okay. So, like, this sitar is in F. Mm. This sitar is in G. Hmm. Because I think it would take, like, hours to change it. Yeah. Dang. I want one so bad. How much are they? I got mine for only $300. Mm. because it was on Craigslist from this lady who's like, I just got this, and, like, no one plays it. <laughs> so I met her at Burger King in Albertville. <laughs> <laughs> I got a sitar from a white lady at a Burger King in Albertville, this amazing Middle Eastern instrument. Dang. Um, I was looking at them during COVID when we were getting those stimulus checks, and I almost bought one for 1300 That's a pretty big difference instead i bought my fender telecaster which mm. is also pretty expensive but not near yeah. that i remember you talking about that but yeah that's such a big difference 300 yeah. to 1300 <laughs> yikes if, was it roughly the same quality it was a great sitar yeah she just had no clue about it and hmm. was getting rid of it and she's like oh 300 sounds like a good instrument yeah. price yep 
quick Google search would have found different. But <laughs> dang, Josh, what's the last one, Josh? Yeah. Uh, we'll just go with an easy one. I had a different one planned, but we'll just move along. Okay. Polka music. Oh, love it! I'll answer first. <laughs> I, I love it. What, what music? What, what music? Polka. Polka. I'm gonna say love it because there was a movie. I think it's just called Polka King. Yeah, Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love that movie. I gotta say, I, I'm gonna say love it just because of Jack Black. Love it too. Who knows how to polka dance? Do you guys know how to polka dance? No, I have not learned, but if anyone wants to teach me, I'm fucking down. Okay. Um, I think polka music is so much fun. I learned at a very young age. You can do it. Oh, yeah. I have two aunts that love to polka dance, so they taught me when I was really young. Do you have a later, Hosen? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. No, I don't. But it'd be sweet if I did. Yeah, <laughs> it would be sweet if you did. I've actually had my, I've ha- I have one, and I've had it for a really long time. I actually got it when it first came out. I have an early hosen. I was really hoping to get something. <laughs> I didn't get anybody. Uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that one. That's oh, why. It's okay. Uh, late laugh, but I'll take it. All right, do we want to go on to our next segment? That joke made me angry, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. I, I don't know why. I really hate those ones, but I love that one. Should I write it down? Should I say that? That's a pretty good joke. Is it? Yeah, I like it. Early Hosen? Yeah. Okay. I'm writing it down so I don't forget. Do you want to introduce the next segment? All right. Um, next segment is... Uh, Roddy or Vandy or Dandy. So we name something. Who's most likely to do this or that? Or who's more likely to have this or that? Or something along those lines. And we got to decide if it's Roddy or if it's me or if it's Josh. So, Roddy. So my first one is who is more likely to learn a new instrument. I went with Josh because Josh knows how to play <laughs> everything. So. I'd go with me, probably. Not even probably. I'd go with me. Yeah. Um, so I said Dandy, but I also said, as a secondary, I said Vandy. Because I feel like Vandy would be more apt. I'm, I'm doing like order, so I'm gonna do mm. Dandy, Vandy, Roddy. Same. I'll go in that order as well. Yeah. What I, this was hard because I was like I'm trying to think of musical ones that won't be Josh. <laughs> How about what if we just did? Who is more likely to learn the bagpipes? <laughs> I'm still going to do the same order. Yeah, me. <laughs> All right, who's most likely to be the first to sing karaoke? I said Vandy. I just don't know that side of Vandy, but I'd say Roddy. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say Roddy as well. Yeah, I'd I, I, probably more. I, I would say I'd be up there more, 
Yeah, you what, have way more first? songs. Yeah, you have more songs that you have, like, go-to songs. I have a few go-to songs, but I like... I think you'd be the first one. Yeah, I don't need to have anything in me, and I'll go up, and I'll be the first one. Yeah. I was the second one to sing it, the one after the roast battle. But that was only because Joe's always the first one. It was fun, I, though. I, I, it's because it usually is you. Yeah. Usually I'd be like, oh, they have karaoke. And you're, before I even finish what I'm talking about, you, you're already walking up there to where have slips. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say Roddy, Vandy. Or no, I said Vandy, but I'm going to switch it. I'm going to say Roddy, Vandy, Dandy. Same. All right, Josh, what's your first one? Who's more likely to sing the national anthem at a sporting event? And not like sing along while yeah. it's happening in the crowd. Yeah, like, like do it like the like you are the one that they hired. Yeah, like at a yeah. St. Paul Saints game or something. Yep. I said dandy. My order would be dandy, vandy, roddy. I, I went vandy, dandy, roddy. Me too. Okay. I went Dang. vandy, vandy, dandy, roddy. The only reason I said van or uh dandy first is because of what you're trying to do with your kids and i feel like you would try to get your kids to (laughs) your your kids to to do the sound of it and then you would sing yeah or they'd sing and i'd have to sing with yes yeah i got it that's that's the reason i said dandy first smart because i know vandy would do it way before me and I, i have done it Oh, nice. That's a, that's a good one, too. Solo or in a group? Uh, solo. Oh, wow. So you got me beat on that. I've done it, too, but in a group, like in a quartet. I've done it at a few basketball games. I did it at a football game, and I used to do it at a lot, a lot, a lot of baseball games. Nice. They asked me once to sing it, if I wanted to, at the school. Mm. But I don't think it was for a basketball game. I think it was for, like, Veterans Day or something. Hmm. And I said, no, thanks. And then they never asked me again. <laughs> is that appropriate I to sing it? it for- <laughs> What's that? Is that appropriate to do at, like, a Veterans <clears throat> thing? <laughs> well, I said no. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough song. Was that a bit? Yeah, it's a very, yeah. I did it at a baseball game the first time because they're – record player or whatever they had playing took a shit and they didn't have anything to play the music so I said give me the mic and I sang it and then from that moment on they had me sing it a lot hmm. nice so alright my second Ready, one what's your next one? Yep. my second one is who is more likely to enter a singing competition whether it be like um I can't even think of what it's called. American Idol. American Idol. That's or what vo- the Voice. Or, or The Voice. Or yeah, any of those. Who is more likely to do that? I said Vandy, Dandy, Roddy. Yeah, same. I. That's what I did too. Vandy, Dandy, Roddy. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to. Yeah, I've never had any interest. I like watching the competitions, but I'm just not not talented enough. 
I've done a few karaoke competitions. I've never up to American Idol or anything like that. I've yeah. had a couple of buddies that have done it. Hmm. I know two people that have done The Voice. Really? Mm-hmm. James and a, James. I had a, uh, one of the girls, one of the waitresses at B-Dubs that we always go to in Elk River, her brother finished third on American Idol. Oh, nice. Third or fourth. Hmm. Dang. All right. Um, who is most likely to jump in a mosh pit? I said Dandy Vandy Roddy. Same. Said Dandy Roddy Vandy. <laughs> do you think I would do it before you, huh? Yeah, I think you would follow Josh. Josh would be like, yeah, let's do this. And you'd be like, all right, I'm in. I, I mean, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be on the sidelines going, uh, I got to work tomorrow. Something <laughs> bad's going to happen. I'm going to get hurt. <laughs> I would follow. Yeah, wow. I would. If my friends are doing it, I'm following him in. Dude, but, mosh pits are fun. Yeah, but I'm not going to be the one to lead the group in there. Like, if Josh does it, I'll go do it. But, yeah. Mosh pits I'm, I'm are a good time. I'll be like, I'll, I'll be over by the T-shirt t-shirt booth <laughs> <laughs> you guys go have fun yeah i'm not huge for anything mosh whether it be mosh pits or mosh rooms um <laughs> sorry how about mosh potatoes <laughs> mosh, i like mosh potatoes <laughs> mosh potatoes are pretty good all right josh what's your last one well, I mean, it's so similar to all of these, but who uh, would be most likely to try out for a musical? Yeah, I feel like we're doing the same answers. Yeah, for all of the same. I'd say Vandy Dandy Roddy. Oh, really? Yeah, I went Vandy Dandy Roddy. I did Dandy Vandy Roddy. No, I wouldn't want to be in a musical. You would, uh, if we did it. Who's gonna write a musical? I would do it the way. I just did. Or play in a musical. So, like... Yeah. When I was in college, I played bass guitar for, like, nine or eight different musicals, and that was some of the most fun I've ever had as a musician, ever, was playing bass guitar in the pit for yeah. the musicals. That is so fun. I was I was looking at those as being the same. Uh, and I guess maybe I didn't ask it right. I was thinking, like... You know, the lead in Okay, if it's the Godspell lead. or, you know, Jersey Boys or yeah. something. Yeah, if it's somebody, like, acting in the musical, I'm going to say Vandy, Vandy Dandy. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to say Vandy Dandy Roddy. Yeah. But if it's auditioning for a musical in general, I'm saying Dandy Vandy Roddy. Well, probably, yeah, just because I yeah, you'd did play. all those yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. In college. Yep. Sweet. Should we get into our last segment? What's our last segment? Our last segment is called Would You Rather. That's where we talk about different things. We Would you rather do this? Would you rather do that? There's different options, and you have to select one of the options. And some of them are, maybe both of them are good, but you have to select one. Maybe both of them are bad, but you still got to select one. So my first one is would you rather be in a band or be a solo artist? Band. Josh? Band. 
even though that kind of goes against a lot of the things I've talked about in the past, it's hard to rely on others to get your dreams across. Yeah, your vision of where you want it to go. But the reason I still have to say band is because I can't play keyboards as good as Dante. Mm, (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't do things. I can't play drums as good as Jarrell. Yeah. You know, so, like, I, I have to say band. And then hopefully just find people who are reliable. Yeah. I said band. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I say band. Band as well because I've done a lot of solo shit and I've I've only been in one band and it wasn't a very long time. But that was the funnest fucking thing ever was getting a group of guys together and going and doing a show. Compared to just you going out and singing or doing whatever. Band for sure. Yeah. Just because you'd have that brotherhood. That's why I said band, just because of the Moonlight community. I think it's it's just a fun thing to be a part of, and it's just cool to have that collaboration. And I know I wasn't musically involved in the band, but like I felt like I was a part of the band. So like it just, I liked that that environment, that feeling, and like I definitely enjoy the feeling of being in comedy because comedy is a solo artist thing, but. Um, I like if it was musical, I would rather be in a band, especially because I'm not musically talented. So I could just hide in the background. <laughs> um, would you rather be the lead singer, guitarist, drummer, bassist, pianist, whatever interest, instrument in the band? What, what would you rather be? That's tough. Uh, for ease, bass guitar, because that's just the one instrument that I'm best at. So I could just join any band right now and play bass guitar. And I can confidently say that. But I for you play bass for days. You're the most active bass player I think I've ever <laughs> seen, and I love it. Well, and part of the activeness is because I'm good at the instrument, so I don't have to think about it as much when I'm playing it. But I do love playing it physically. The bass guitar is so much fun. It's just a blast, and I just got really good at it at a young age, so I didn't have to think about it as an adult. But if I got to pick, drummer. (laughs) I'm not that good at drums. I really wish I was. Drums are so cool. And yeah, I wish I was a drummer for sure. Nice. I didn't do it based off that. Um, I just did it based off of like my current abilities. <laughs> so I said singer because <laughs> I can sing karaoke. And so I feel like I'd be able to, to yeah. manage at least a little bit. Uh, if I knew the song well enough, I'd be able to do it. Like if it was a Moonlight song, I could be a singer for sure. I wouldn't be able to play guitar to any <laughs> of the Moonlight songs or drums <laughs> or keys or any of that. I could sing. So that's why I said singer. I said pianist. Oh. I didn't expect that at all. Well, it rhymes with penis. Yeah, that, he does like the penis. 
Um. <laughs> Always wanted to be really good at the skin food. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, nah, I just think it. I love seeing those videos of like guys at like airports or whatever, and all of a sudden there's a yeah. just, just tickle the ivories and just put it down. And That's true it. for Man, all the other instrumentalists out there. There's never like a communal trumpet. <laughs> oh, sick, a trumpet. I'm gonna play that. And who would? Right? <laughs> like, I don't have my mouthpiece. It's just, it's just sitting there though. <laughs> I'll just use their mouthpiece, I guess. <laughs> that would Drain be... their spit real quick. Yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that would be nasty. All right. Josh, what's your first one? Would you rather only listen to your favorite band for the rest of your life? Or never listen to them again, but you can listen to anything else the rest of your life. Hmm. So I'm gonna it's... go with uh, never listen to my favorite band again, so I can listen to everything else. Suck to never listen to my favorite band again, but I think I'd miss out on something that could possibly overtake them. I think I'm going to do the same answer. Even though I do... I would miss them. But I mean, yeah, you can find other things. Other alternatives. That'd be tough. That, I think I think you get sick eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thinking... Comedy-wise, too. Like, I don't know why my brain was... As soon as you said that, I thought immediately, I'm like, I can never listen to Brian Regan ever again. And I'm like... That would suck, but there are a lot of good mm -hmm. comedians that I could still go out and listen to. So I, I that's the way I started thinking about it, and I think I got to do that too. I hate the question now. Why? Because that's just too tough. I didn't think of how tough it was when I asked it. Yeah. Because at first I'm like, duh, Daft Punk, screw mm -hmm. everyone else. Yeah. But then I was thinking like, what about the people who I haven't heard yet? Because they're not a thing yet. Yeah. What if the next Daft Punk comes out in like eight years? And you can't listen to them. Yeah. So Vandy sure. made me switch. Yep. So unfortunately, I'd have to can the old Daft Punk. Dang. Yep. And you would just have a, a leg sleeve that you could never <laughs> yeah. listen to. <laughs> <laughs> and then every day... I'd just be waiting for the next Daft Punk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could never happen. And what if, when you made that decision, all of a sudden, Daft Punk is like, we're getting back together. Yeah, right, yeah. And we're doing all this new music. And then I would just say something stupid. 12 like, albums coming out. <laughs> I'd say something stupid like, no, I said old Daft Punk music, so. <laughs> I'd just lie and make it clear. What if that happened? Like, what are you going to do with your tattoo? Or is that why you stopped at your thigh? So in case they come back, you can keep going up? No. No? I don't think they're going to come back. Mm. I just don't. Yeah. Because they went out so perfect. Yeah. What's the point? I think if they came back, I think they would just do a tour of all their stuff. Oh, of their old stuff. I don't think they'd make yeah. new. 
because that would look they're so perfect like everything they do is perfect and i'm not just saying that like in my opinion they spend like five years making an album Mm. they refuse to put anything out there that they don't want out there yeah so it's perfect to them yeah so for them to say they're done when they're still young and kind of out of nowhere I think it's because they looked at their whole thing they did as a band, and they're like, you know what? We did what we wanted, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Michael Scott. Yeah, yep. Steve Carell thought The Office was perfect, and he didn't want it to become redundant, and he left. Yep. And Michael's departure in The Office is perfect. Yeah. The Office continued for two seasons, which is iffy. Yep. And then what happens? Michael did actually come back only for the last episode, and he only had one line. Yep. Because he agreed to that. So that's why I think Daft Punk would come back instead of making something new because that would call themselves liars. Mm hmm. They might just tour. That would be really cool still. Oh, hell yeah. I'd spend any amount of money to see that. Dang. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that think the same way yep yeah i mean how much would you pay i'm going back to the how much would it take to just kidding i'd probably pay two thousand bucks Oof, dang i'd because i don't think i'd need to pay more than mm-hmm. that i think that'd probably be the highest end yeah that i'd have to pay yeah because even though it's once in a lifetime concert, it's still just a concert. I, I don't think mm-hmm. it'd be more than that. I would pay quite like few hundred, but I don't know if I'd go over. It'd be it'd be tough for me to justify over a thousand. Like I love Daft Punk, and it remind like I would love to go with you specifically. I would want to go with you, Matt, like everybody that loves mm-hmm. Daft Punk. But if you guys are spending two thousand dollars, <laughs> I'd probably be like. Well, I'll go. Send me a postcard. Well, I'll, well, I'll, either that or I'll go, but I'll be like, you guys are going to sit down there. <laughs> I'll carpool with you. We'll talk about it on the way back. <laughs> but I'm going to be in the back. Yep. So. All right, three more questions. Yep. Okay, so. Wait, I think it, oh yeah, it is me. Okay, would you rather be able to hear or sing in perfect pitch. I think I'd rather sing. Why is that? There'd have to be a cross somewhere. Like, uh, I don't know. I think you could sing without being able to hear. Well, I don't know. Like, there's probably, like, I don't know if I'm singing perfectly ever. Like, I I feel like I can, I I would be able to sing perfect pitch, but I wouldn't be able to tell if I'm singing perfect pitch, if that makes sense. Because my music knowledge, I don't know if I'm hitting the exact one that I need to hit, but I could, like, there's a, potential for me to hit it i just don't know if i'm hitting it so i feel like there's a difference i don't think you could sing 
with perfect pitch without being able to hear it. You don't think so? No. I don't think so either. But I do think you can hear perfect pitch without being able to sing it. Yeah. For sure. Because people. that's <laughs> that's like a, a skill. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. My answer is I'd rather be able to hear perfect pitch. Does it suck sometimes that you can hear? What's that? Does it suck sometimes that you can hear? That you can hear? You can hear perfect pitch? Like you can hear it? I don't have perfect pitch. Well, I mean, that, but you know what I mean, Josh. Like, you know, you're pretty close to, I mean, you may not be perfect pitch, but you can hear it. So, I have. At, at times. At this point in my career, I think I have relative pitch. And relative pitch is what people can learn because perfect right. pitch is what you're born with. And you can't get perfect pitch ever. If you're not born with it, you don't have it and you won't. But you can so, train so yourself to, is, to have relative what pitch. What I'm trying to say is when you go up and you go and perform and somebody goes, man, you were amazing. Doesn't it suck sometimes that you go, that you could hear and you go, no, I suck tonight. Like, I'm <laughs> Yeah, you know it's I mean? it's just different. Like when you're immersed in it, like what you were saying, it's a language. It's like I can speak it fluently now because I was trained. And then after I was trained, I became a teacher and you remember like 90% of what you teach. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm like a master of that language now. So I can hear when things are out of tune really well. But I can't hear it as well as Dante. So, like, if you go up to a piano and just play a key, Dante can say, yep, that's a D-flat. He just knows. I can't do that at all. But if you played a C and told me this is a C and then played it, then played a different note, I could tell you what that note is relative to the because C. I've been trained to know the difference in sound distance mm. from C to whatever note you played or and it doesn't matter C you could play an F and be like this is an F now what's this note and I could tell you does it suck sometimes that you know it though no it doesn't I love it and Dante would say the same thing about his perfect pitch he likes having perfect pitch um because honestly, there's a certain point, and also you have to have a good attitude, but like, when I hear something really bad, it makes me bust out laughing. <laughs> so it's not like gross or upsetting. It's like some people are like, oh, it hurts my brain. I'm the opposite. It is so fucking funny. <laughs> and Dante's the same way. When something is so out of tune. Like, I saw a clip on a subreddit called kids are fucking stupid (laughs) i like that one i know and i'm a teacher i love that (laughs) but it was like it was like this middle school band concert and it's so bad and i'm laughing the whole time (laughs) other people are like oh and they're like plugging their ears i'm laughing so like nah i like it dude 
It doesn't suck. Okay. I think it's funny, like, when you guys would be practicing and Matt needed to tune his guitar, literally he just, like, would strum it. And Dante's like, uh, yeah, you need to... Yep. And he would just know. He'd go higher, lower, yep. yep. It's insane. Like, he's, like, one of those machines. Like, his brain is just like that. You know how, like, you made that Lederhosen joke? Yep. And you can do that because the English language can be hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's, like, what we can do. With music. Yeah. Yeah. Like... There's this one part in a Daft Punk song where there's this faint counter melody on an organ. It's not part of the main part of the melody. It's just a faint little thing. The first time I listened to that song with Dante, he laughed at that part. (laughs) And then I laughed with him. And other people might not understand that. And it's hard to explain because it's two different languages and there's... There's a barrier. Mm. I can't explain why that's funny in English. Yeah. It's funny, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. So, like, it would almost be like, I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, just so my brain can understand it. Would it be almost like I'm doing stand-up and I'm saying my jokes, but then all of a sudden, like... I don't know if it would be equivalent to somebody else saying this or for me saying this or maybe like a recording, like talking, but then saying it in a different language. Like, would it be like that? No. No? Okay. No, it'd be like your joke. Your later hosen, early hosen joke. Yeah. But telling it to a four-year-old who's just learning English. Okay. They wouldn't think it's funny. Yeah. Because they don't understand the context of those words. Yeah, they don't know what that that later and early... Later and early, and then why... What's hosen? Mm Mm-hmm. And they might not even know what a later hosen is. Yeah. Yeah, because you need to know what a later hosen is to get the joke. Yes. Or at least to understand the concept of a later hosen. But just the advanced of a pun. Mm Mm-hmm. That advanced level of English. Yeah. Or it'd almost be like hearing a joke in another language. Like you'd hear somebody like say something and you see other people laughing, but you're like. And then if they tell you the joke in English, but it doesn't translate yeah, well. Yeah, exactly what I was going to really say. And we don't really laugh that hard. Yep. Because it just didn't translate well. Yeah. That's there's what comedians I was out there that say, like there's comedians in Germany that go, that, or German guys that I've heard, it's hard to be funny in certain languages because we don't have the descriptive words. Yeah. Not in our language. Yep. Yeah, I want to say it's German, but I can't remember somebody who's talking about it. Like, nah. It just doesn't it doesn't come across funny because it doesn't translate. The language just isn't Maybe it's Russian. Could be Russian because they just don't have the slang terminology that we do in English. Mm. Could be. That'd be makes sense. So it's crazy how some things translate and some things don't. Next one. Okay. <laughs> All right, Andy, your turn. All right. Would you rather be good at music you hate or bad at music you love? 
I said good at music I hate just because then I'd be good at music. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be able to play some sort of music and I could get some message across even though it wouldn't be my message. Um, Because I'm already bad at music I love. So... I'd say bad at music I love too. Yeah, I'm only bad at music I love. Because if I was good at music I hate, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, there'd be no drive. Yeah, exactly. Alright, Josh, what's your last one? I was going to do this for the rest of your life, but let's change it. Okay. Let's do it for a year. Okay. For one year, would you like there to be music playing in your life 24-7? Or for one year, zero music at all? So what if music is playing in my dreams? You can't control that. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to say Man um I thought I had an answer but I don't know. I'm going to say 24/7. I went with 24/7 as well. That'd be tough to not listen to music cuz it's in a lot of things cuz you wouldn't be able to watch a movie. You'd have to do, yeah. Yeah. So there's so many things in life that would suck. You would not be able to watch movies, that's for sure. Yeah. Or watch them on mute. Mm-hmm. Sporting events? Yep. Mute. You'd have to watch them on mute. Yep. I didn't even think of that. Oh, right. You couldn't go to a live sporting event. You couldn't go to Target. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't go into Holiday. So you'd have to constantly be wearing noise-canceling yeah. headphones. Yikes. You couldn't go to any event. No events. At no. All. You could. You couldn't go to a wedding. You couldn't go to anything. None. <laughs> yeah, I Suck. gotta go twenty four seven. Yeah, I feel like it's almost twenty four seven now. Yeah. Not. Not. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. I'd of course say none. Really? Yeah. Especially if it's only a year. If it was the rest of your life, you're in a real predicament. Because you basically need to forcefully go deaf, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you don't accidentally hear music. Yeah. So are you? You're not gonna make money for the year. That's the tough thing about being a music teacher, right? <laughs> yeah. If I was a disc golfer, I could almost get away with it. <laughs> almost, but then like what Vandy was saying earlier, if somebody's playing music, you're like, hey, turn that off. No, I could put on my. Noise-canceling oh, yeah. headphones. That's true. But for the most part, if I was a professional disc golfer, first of all, they wouldn't be playing music Yeah. during the that's, round. That's true. So it'd be silent. But then what, and you'd have to wear, silent, you'd have to wear your, <coughs> your uh, headphones during your first throw when they introduce you at eight <laughs> years. And during the other people's first yeah. throws. Yep. No, there's Never a song called... Baby. Yeah. There's a song called 433. It's a classical music piece by John Cage, and it's actually just nothing. But he, it has notation, and it's quote unquote played on piano. The player walks out on stage, puts the music on the music stand, sits upright in the playing position for 
the piano for four minutes and 33 seconds and then stands up and bows. Wow. So if I was a professional disc golfer, I would ask for that song as my walk up. That's awesome. I know. Because technically you are requesting a song. Yep. 433. Dang. By John Cage. And it's four minutes and 33 seconds. Yep. That's funny. Of nothing. That would have been funny if it's like, it's called 433, but it's like three minutes and 43 <laughs> seconds. But it's like dyslexic. <laughs> but yeah, if it was just a year, I would try that. Yeah, try And that. obviously it's all hypothetical because yeah. I am a music teacher. Like, that'd be impossible. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you said, unless you're able to get to a point where you can save for a year or find yeah. another job and, like, have your teaching job there the next yeah. year. And disc golf would be actually the perfect thing. Yeah. Because, like, if I drove myself to tournaments, no music. And if I played disc golf for the most part, no music. Mm-hmm. And then all the random times I have to go to the store, that's when I put my headphones on. Yeah. What about, like, listening to a podcast? You wouldn't, like, you'd have to skip the intro every single time. Yeah. For the most part. A big adjustment to life, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Audiobooks don't have any music, though. Oh, there you go. So I could do audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Dang. TV's gone. Yep. That'd be great, though. <laughs> the only thing I'd miss Man, is Yeah, I think that was sports. a great episode. Yeah, no, I think that was a really good episode. Um, and actually, um, Vandy, I don't know if you, you heard any of that. Um, I know we're getting to our dedication, and we had a person in mind but i think i might have a second choice and or different choice for our dedication should should we do two dedications for this one let's just do one what was that we'll pick let's just do one we'll pick one okay so the first one that we were going to dedicate to that we talked about prior to the episode was bo burnham because i love bo burnham he's a comedian he is a musician, and he's incredible. I love him. But I think since Josh is our co-host, we usually let the guest choose. Um, and co-host is close to guest, but not quite. I think we should let Josh choose. And he hinted to me earlier when we mentioned Jack Black. I'm down for Jack Black. I love Jack Black. Yeah, it's just that you said Polka King. Yep. From that movie. And then I was like, oh my God, dude, duh. He's amazing. Jack Black. Yeah. I think he should be the dedication for this episode. Um, I do want to have Bo Burnham as a dedication in a future episode. Um, But I think this would be a perfect episode for Jack Black. Oh, uh, how fun would it be to have him be your background music? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. It would be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be so funny. He's so perfect. Yeah. He's so good. School of Rock is epic. Mm-hmm. And Tenacious D, epic. Yeah, Tenacious D is amazing. Just everything he does. He's Bowser, I, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I'm so... Mario. Yeah. In 3D. <laughs> I saw the commercial for it in 3D oh. when I went to see Avatar. Oh. We went and saw Avatar 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I need to go see that. It's supposed to snow really hard tomorrow. 
but I was talking to such a badass movie. I might take tomorrow off instead of Thursday and maybe go see it. But that's that, that's a gets a gamble because it's gonna snow for three hours. It's a three and a half hour movie. Dang, I might have to figure something out. And you get to see the Mario commercial in three D. Did you watch it, John? Did you say you went and saw it? Yeah. It's three and a half hours, and it needs to be three and a half hours. Okay, interesting. I liked it better than the first one, for sure. That's nuts. I know, that's, I love that's the like first never one. stated yeah. about movies. I need to see this movie now. It's really good. It's really fucking good. Do you think it's going to be worth driving through the snow tomorrow? I think you should yeah. wait till Thursday. Oh, so you think I should go to work tomorrow and then go on Thursday? Because even though Thursday is the potential for all that wind and shit, at least they'll have the roads cleaned by then. That's true. And the wind might clear the roads. <laughs> well, yeah. But then I would also be in town to do stand-up Thursday night. I might just do that. I'll just work tomorrow. All right. So, Jack Black's our dedication. I like it. If you have not seen or heard of Jack Black you need to look him up right now dude is one of the most talented men yeah I don't I don't know anybody he's a phenomenal actor and he's a great musician I can't believe I didn't think of him until during the episode about music and comedy that's nuts to me. All right, go check us out. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, but you can always check us out at www.thestupidestpodcast.com. Have any questions that you'd like to hear on the podcast, topics, subjects, themes? That you want us to do? do a different theme if you got anything you guys can always email us at uh, the stupidest podcast at gmail dot com so other than that anything else you want to add no Josh do you have anything you want to tomorrow I'm putting on an elementary music concert at the school nice there you go what a aptly time podcast to do music yep that's perfect. Keeping me up two hours past my bedtime. Oh, shoot. Sorry. The night before the I have concert. to do a concert in front of an entire community, K through six. Sorry. We appreciate you being on, though. Boom. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did recording it. So. Yes. Josh, thanks again for doing this. Yeah, dog. Yeah, thanks, Josh. I'll be on the next one. That's the disc golf theme. Yeah, we'll do, we'll have to do yeah, a disc I golf theme. Like that it. sounds awesome. And uh, the Jaguars theme. <laughs> the Trevor Lawrence and the uh, four Dude, seed in the Trevor playoffs. Trevor Lawrence is looking like a stud. We'll see you guys in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll see the Vikings, I, I guess, not the Rams. Um, I'm just saying, everyone, you'll see like see the Jaguars. Everyone in the listening, playoffs. I'll see you in the playoffs. Four seed. Four. Oh, yeah, that would be because you'd be the four seed. Yeah, you'd be the division. Yeah. Nice. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And have a good one. Peace out. Have a good one.